0: in action boys it has been a little bit you know i haven't seen you guys in a little bit either this is the first time i've seen you guys we got shane and tyler in suit. boys how we doing how we feeling
1: uh, yeah. yeah i was second that but um also we're ready for talking some football man
0: yeah dude it's been a little bit Have a lot you... of stuff happened a lot of stuff ha- a lot of stuff happened fucking today like today's been popping off with some news we're gonna chat about that here in a little bit um so if you're new here to the show uh we are not back on our weekly schedule Just a friendly reminder if you're new to the show or not uh we are just doing a episode here for june we've got an episode coming out in july and then beginning of august we are back to weekly which what should also be live shows very excited for that The, the draft the live draft special was awesome probably the favorite episode i've ever done big fan of that so we're do- looking to do it live again uh if you're watching this over at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3, you can see that we are doing no video today uh as per usual we have a shirt for this trademark sparky three tech problems uh had a tech problem with the cameras we moved i, I moved rooms uh we got something cooking for a studio right now it's gonna be really dope and uh, got some camera issues we're gonna get that resolved hopefully by the next episode hopefully honestly by like thursday when i have my next podcast for the anime plus hopefully it's resolved or saturday with game aesthetic uh, but either way even though there's no video make sure to like the ch- uh, like the video subscribe to the channel be a friend tell a friend or if you're listening on the multiple platforms that we're on for audio follow the podcast as well as be a friend tell a friend uh this is gonna be a big guest episode we got four guests lined up to chat with one of them's waiting on us right now we'll pull them in here in a minute uh, looking forward to all these conversations get a lot of different insights on various teams across college and pro different fandoms to chat about something a little bit different from our norm uh, we got some general kind of conversation points we can chat about here today and make sure you follow us over at twitter as well at terrible fb show and check us out our website sparky3.com you sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month and support us further we definitely appreciate that for sure uh and also if you are a fan of this show by chance um and you want to be a guest on a future episode the discord is the place to be uh that is linked down in the description below join the discord and you can potentially be a guest on a future episode i know when we actually get back into like regular football talk we are definitely want to do some guest combos you know get some guests on you know maybe every once a week get a guest on maybe chat about whatever chat about whatever team you know so definitely join the discord and chat about uh chat about some football with us during the season look forward to that uh, but boys, it, it's it's been a bit, man. It has been a bit. You know, we've well, we've had some stuff kind of pop off and happen, especially today with Deshaun Watson. Some stuff's been popping off here today because there was a question before today where it's just like, are the Browns fucked? You know, because there's like more cases that popped. Does like a couple more cases got added onto it, and it was a legitimate question: Are the Browns fucked? <laughs> like, did they make a terrible mistake? Uh, but apparently, Deshaun has settled twenty of his lawsuits. So, AK, he's writing them a fat check. (laughs) He's writing them a fat check. But that was a legitimate question there for a little while. And it's still a question, are the Browns fucked? Uh, I know with the Baker situation, I saw earlier uh, that uh, the Browns are now, at this point, willing to pay half of his salary to get him moved. Uh, Do we still think Carolina's going to be that destination? Because I've seen some still talk that Carolina's going to
1: be that destination. I think there's a front runner, most definitely. Um is it the best spot for him? I think it's a good spot. But I don't think it's the best spot for him. Um I did hear that Robbie Anderson dislikes that that yeah. move so bad that he will he's considering that if Baker goes to Carolina he will retire. I
0: did see some retirement chats out of
1: Robbie. So, I did, I did see that. At that point just, is is Carolina willing to lose a receiver like Robbie Anderson for a quarterback like Baker? What it comes down to, yeah, and there's also Seattle. Is uh, Seattle going to make a move? For I right? think Seattle would be a great place for him. I would love to have Baker in Seattle. Okay, we got a Seattle fan
0: loving to have Baker. Okay, I mean, who, I mean, you got Locke and you got Geno Smith. I so, mean, make your pick. What do you want? You,
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd take Baker out of those two any day of the week. But I, I think I think he'd be a great bridge quarterback. Because honestly, I don't see I don't see Seattle cont- uh, contending or competing this year. They very well could have a top twelve pick. Very well could likely be grabbing a quarterback. I think they'll have, like, a top five pick.
2: (laughs) probably a top two pick.
0: Like, it is possible that they could legitimately have, like, a top two pick. Like, out of all the teams in the league right now, like, who is most likely to just absolutely just be dog shit this year? I would say Atlanta uh, and Seattle are the first two that
1: come to mind for me. I would agree. Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no, Jacksonville got a lot better with their offseason moves, especially with the draft. Yeah, yeah, true, true.
0: No, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this season goes because uh, there, there are those couple teams that haven't really made, like, strong moves at the quarterback position like, uh, you know, like uh, Seattle, for example, who really made no move at all. And um, it's just like, are, are you in tank mode? Is that is that what's happening right now? It's like, are you in tank mode?
2: But Especially if they let DK or Lockett go.
0: That is true. If they trade
1: one of those two, which there has been some chats involving. I've uh, heard rumors that they're thinking about moving both of them. Dude, that would be That would be a complete rebuild. But if I was Pete Carroll, i will be like, please don't do that. Please do not do that.
0: So I think Ricky's ready to go. Uh, Ricky is a diehard Arkansas fan, so going to be some good conversation there. Shane, you were on his show at one point in time. I was chatting about yeah. some football. Good conversation. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move him up. I'm assuming he's going to be ready to go. He's been sitting
1: here waiting for us. Started a little later than what we wanted to. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Ricky, you were on a terrible football show. Are you there? Can you hear me, my friend? Hello. All
3: right, can I hear me? Yep. All right. Good. 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 Yeah. yeah I switch. switch my head. I switched my headphone set. Yeah. yeah, those things so much. I got I got to work with that thing before I can get it on a any kind of podcast or anything like that.
0: Yeah, we you, we just got to figure out your Discord situation, but uh, phone call is always a trusty second. So, Ricky, welcome to Terrible Football Show. How are you doing today?
3: Man, I am. I am doing excellent. I've been looking forward to this ever since Tyler said, "Hey, we're going to do this," which has been. Oh, I think he sent me a message probably about two or three weeks ago, and. We probably talk on Mester now more than we have the last two weeks than we have. Well, since fantasy football. So, cause we do, we do talk a lot during fantasy football. So, um, but yeah, been looking forward to it. Been looking forward to being on the show with you guys. Uh, I, uh, I get to listen to your podcast every once in a while. Uh, I, y'all do a terrific job, by the way. Do a terrific job. I, I really, I really expected, uh, like whenever I listen, to the, uh, I would think it was the, uh, the live draft when y'all did the draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, got to, I, got, I got to listen to about an hour and a half or so of it um, going down the road, and I'm like, it was just amazing on how much knowledge you guys have just about the draft in general. Um, and so um, it, it was just excellent. Y'all do an excellent job. I mean, I, just, I can't say enough about it.
0: Man, I really appreciate that. You're making us all feel good right now. It's like we need to hear that, you know. We, well, we 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 channel the branding of a terrible football show so much <laughs> that we don't hear that very well, often.
3: <laughs> well, mate, well, here's you know, well, here's the thing, you know, and it's you know, Shane Shane's been a guest on our podcast before, right? Um, and so, um, and and it's like I said before, like I said, you guys, like said, so you guys have done a great job. I get to hear you guys every once in a while and everything like that, but not even that. But I mean, I even get to like, I even get to, I even announce you guys the show. Um, on our podcast, every now and then, I'll be like, "Guys, it's, a, it's called a terrible football show, but I promise you, it's not terrible. It's just called a terrible football show." And so, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a unique name. I love it. A terrible oh, football no, show. It's I mean, it's, terrible. It's, it's just unique.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, it just it it grabs attention. You know, like it grabs attention of you know. Because like we're not experts, you know what I mean. By no means we're not. We we're, we're just we love the game. We follow it quite a bit, and we make mistakes. And that's what we want to channel with the name is that hey, we're gonna have some really bad takes sometime, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna say some really stupid okay. shit sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, at the
0: end of the so, day. So
3: Alex, I'm. Yeah, so Alex, I'm just gonna go ahead. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say something. Okay. Go for so, it. So, um. So I don't know you very well at all. So I only only get to hear you on your podcast. I only get to you know, hear about what you know what Tyler and Shayna both said about you and everything like that. But I will tell you this much. When you have a guy, Tyler Honeysuckle, who is the only guy I have ever met in my entire life, knowing that I am from the South, he is the only guy I've ever met in my entire life who says, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And this is when Buffalo <laughs> – this is before they drafted Josh Allen. Right, true, <laughs> like, I'm true. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And then you turn to the NBA, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Yeah, yep. no Even the Sacramento work. Kings fans aren't even Sacramento Kings fans, man. They're just there because there's nothing else to do in Sacramento.
0: That's true. That's
2: true. <laughs>
3: <Man>. <laughs>
2: hey, Tampa's good, though. Uh, the, the Rays are pretty pretty solid right now.
3: Yeah, I forgot that you're a fan of the Rays, too. Yeah, the Rays, yeah, the Rays are – but, of course, dude, I mean, they've been solid. I mean, they had a little break after Madden left. I mean, where they weren't very good, but, I mean – um I mean, they're still, they're still, they're still pretty good. They still got a pretty good farm system that's coming up in the system and everything like that. So I mean, it's just, uh, it's just still But no, I mean, that's you know, and that's that's the one good thing about doing podcasts like these guys is that you know we are we are not experts by any means, and we know that. But here's the thing, and, and this is what makes us unique: is the fact is our listeners get to hear it from our point of view. They don't have to turn on ESPN. They don't have to go to Fox.
4: Yeah, Sports. Yeah. They
3: don't go to any of that stuff. Because a lot of the times you're, you're dealing with, let's just take Stephen A. Smith and uh, Skip Bayless. Those are the two well-known names. Let's just take those two guys, for example. You know, they've been in it for years. Yeah. You know, they've been in the ins and outs. I can make the same predictions they make without having to go up and talk to a player. I can make the same predictions they make without even having to watch a game. I mean, it's just, and, you know, that's what makes it unique. And I'll just be honest with you guys. when You guys go into the drafts and the trades and everything like that, that you guys discuss. Um... You know, Mel Kiper and Andy Katz are the best in the business when it comes to that type of stuff. But I'd rather listen to you guys because you guys, e- even though even though we're not quote unquote professionals, you still know it. You don't have to you don't have to get into so much depth like they do to know your stuff. You guys know your stuff, and I thought it was I, I like I just I just enjoy listening to you guys. Y'all do a very good job.
1: Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, right? We're just three normal you know everyday football fans that you know some of us um especially here on the show probably do a little bit more digging uh because we are such you know football lovers of the yeah. game that you know we we tend to kind of follow you know what teams need yeah. to be good and so on and so forth so I think that's what kind of helps and, and we just trying to show like the passion that we have for the game and show that you know anybody that has a passion for the game if they want to do something like this they're more than welcome to do it you just got to go out there and put yourself uh out there and do it yeah
0: which is a great right. segue right. In, into to your show, Ricky. I mean, you've also got a show yourself. Why don't you chat about a little bit, plug yourself, hype yourself up? You've been hyping us up, stroking our dicks. Why don't you oh, stroke man. your own? Let's get
3: it. <laughs> well, uh, see, that's a good thing. We just could we could talk around, and talk shit all day if we wanted to. Um, so anyway, so yes, we uh, so me and my counterpart, uh, me and my counterpart, Brad. Uh, his name is Bradley Warbritton. Um, me and him both we met in college. Uh, we we and this is not. I'm going to tell a true story, uh, real quick, guys. I'm not lying when I tell you guys this. We approached a radio station in 2008, 2007, 2008. We even approached a radio station, and we had an idea. Um, The reason they didn't like the idea was because the way the broadcasting rules were back then, um, it would have been very hard for us to do something like that. And so – and at that time, technology really was not – it wasn't at its finest. You know, we were at the very – like the very early stages of even developing podcasts. True. Um, they Of course, they weren't even close to what they are now. And so um, last summer, or no, last fall, I'm sorry, last fall, um, you know, we kind of got to the point where like, you know what? We want to do something. We want to we start our own podcast. Let's, let's, let's do this. And so I think it was late September, early October, we finally, you know, put on the ball and said, you know what? Let's do this. We, we have no idea what we're doing as far as getting a setup goes or anything like that. I mean, who does when they first start out? I feel that. We had to do do research and everything like that. Of course, there's a lot lot more things that we still have to do as far as, you know, getting better, as far as getting equipment goes. But here's the unique thing about all of this is that not only do we get to do this, but his wife, his wife is a media major. And um, eventually it's going to get to the point where she's actually going to do editing and producing for us. Um, so it's so it's going to get even better uh, once we get going. We're just like so We're still in the beginning stages of it. But our our, uh, our name of our show is Talking Sports with Nooner and Forrest. Uh, Nooner because that's my last name. Everybody knows me by Nooner when I played sports in school. They called me. They just called me by my last name. Um, it was just it was just that deal. Forrest, however, uh, of course, everybody knows Forrest Gun. Um, and the reason uh, here's and this the God's honest truth. So in college when we when I first met Brad. Um, as soon as you start hearing him talk, and Shane might be able to back me up because he's heard him talk before, but um, it's, it, it's not as it's not as accent wise now as what it was when we were in college. But um, one of my roommates, my roommate, my freshman roommate said, "Man, you sound just like Forrest Gump," and and that, and that's what his nickname was. And he he's gone with that nickname for years. Never bothered him anything like that. The dude is so intelligent, guys. It's not even funny. Um, you 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 look at a guy like him. Um, and and you wouldn't think he would know a damn thing about sports. This guy knows sports inside and out. Um, and you know, like I said, he's objective, like, you know, like all of us are, he is unique in in every specific way. Um, I cannot ask for a better counterpart. Um, he is just, he is just, we have done this together. We're going to continue to grow together. We've learned so much from each other. Uh, you know, just doing this, we've, we've been doing this almost a year now. Um, and so we're get or we're at least we're getting to that part. And so I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing what the future holds with 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 our show. And you know as well as you guys as well. I mean like so all we can do is go up from here. Um, and as far as like you know like at first when we started this out when we started this first out we said okay let let's talk we're gonna we're gonna strictly do the Razorbacks and then we're gonna add in a little bit of the SEC with it. And we've kind of grown from that because the simple fact is there's so much that goes on in the sports world. We try to implement and try to hit some of the big things that that we can, and um, we don't get to do it all the time. Um, but um, but like I said, our, our main our main focus we try to focus in on more of the SEC as well as the Razorbacks, especially when football and basketball season are here and everything like that. But we also try to implement everything else in because uh, there's so much that happens in the sports world, guys. It's not even funny, and you guys you guys can attest to this because you guys. You know, y'all really zero in on the NFL. And you guys do a terrific job of that. You guys are able to pinpoint out some of the little things that I don't even see. And um, it's just terrific. And so, uh, during football season, um, during football season, we'll pick. So, we'll take all the SEC games, and then we'll pick up some of the big games. And, of course, I think you guys do a little bit different. I think you guys pick 10 games of your own of each, which, which that's terrific, too, because yeah, some yeah. of you guys – Especially especially like Tyler Honeysuckle who will go into division two dude. division three football that nobody ever watches. Dude, see, so
0: like, okay, Dude, one, the, I the like, games that like, he has picked out. It's, it's Lamar like, and Heller Simpson, way? baby.
3: Lamar and Simpson. <laughs> I was like, what is I'm, a Lamar? And, he went, and, I'm like, and I was like Baby? I knew went, it was Simpson,
0: that, right? It Luther. was like the Simpson Luther. Norse. Luther. Luther, that's what it was. it was. Something Norse, and he didn't know what Norse was. I was like, it's Norse mythology. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You picked
3: out this game! But dude, but dude I'm telling y'all, I, I have so much love for Tyler Honeystuckle just because the fact is, he is a big underdog fan. That's and true. when you hear about schools, like, of course, and of course, me coming, cause I went to a small school, Williams Baptist University, and so, and they're an NAI school, so coming from a small college, even though, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've peeked around from the very colleges and everything like that. Some of these school names that he has pronounced, I know about them because of the NAIA schools right. and even somewhat in the division three schools. And so, you know, it's just, you know, it, it's just, it's just unique in a little bit of a way, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the football season. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is going to be a, I think this is going to be one of the best seasons we've ever had as far as like a college football NFL type standpoint, because, to me, the door is wide open for so many teams this year. That, that's very and, true, um, and, and especially, especially, especially with that NIL deal that's going on. Um, you, know, you know, with the NIL deal going on in college football, and then of course, right now in the NFL, there's there's with the trades that happened over the summer, Devonte Adams leaving Green yep, Bay, yep. AJ, you know, AJ Brown leaving the Titans. The, it, it, the door is wide open for so many teams this year, and it, it's just going to be unique. I, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, and seeing what happens uh, throughout the rest or throughout this this next coming
0: season. Yeah, this is one of the craziest off seasons that we've ever seen, especially at the pro level. I mean, and at the college level as well because of NIL. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, who would have fucking guessed mm-hmm. that we're into this off season and recruiting, and the number one recruit in the nation flipped from fuck Florida State to jackson state you know what i mean like it's wild and you know that nil has made is blown off the doors for college and the nfl has had the craziest offseason I, i'm in my opinion ever with the moves like devontae adams uh the tom brady retirement plus unretirement uh russell wilson that's a massive trade uh i mean this has been tyree, adaps- kill. tyree kill of course going to miami Hollywood i mean, brown yeah yeah dude this offseason's brown been Ty insane again. Yeah, Gronk just retired today. I mean, and then the Deshaun Watson stuff, obviously, that's a fucking saga that, that's gone unbelievable. No, you man, know. A, oh god! Yeah, man. unbelievable saga there. Just,
3: thing, how in the hell? And this is, and I don't know. I want, I want to hear you guys take just kind of on this. Of course, you may talk okay, about this okay. later on with Deshaun Watson. How in the hell is he still playing football? Like, that's just, that's just. It's something I don't understand. Like I understand that he's got, he's got terrific talent. Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. He is one of those. It's one of those talents that is just a box office talent. But you have, I mean, and listen, I am, I am, I am. Of course, you know, I am all for hearing both sides when it comes to sexual misconduct and true, things like true. that, because we we, we we kind of take that into, we almost kind of take it, we almost flip it to our own scenario. And everybody put in their own scenario. But he had another 20, What was it? Twenty four counts. Yeah, it's like twenty four or twenty six, and he so paid he off twenty like, today. And, of course, it made no sense to me for Cleveland to get him. Dude, no, that contract. Right now. now. Maybe when this is all over, with it, <laughs> it's just for a guy like Deshaun. And, like I said, Deshaun Watson's a football player. Give him every penny of it. I don't care. But with everything that's going on off the field, there's no guarantee that he's even going to play this season.
0: Man, I'll, I'll tell you, like, it, it it just, to me, really sung true of just how desperate Cleveland is. That they were willing to pull that trigger and make that chance, because like, if I was a GM, like, dude, it doesn't matter the amount of talent Deshaun Watson has. There's no way I would have pulled that trigger. I, I don't care if it would have like maybe cost me my job later. And let's say Deshaun became came up in the clear and went back to being a superstar. I don't give a shit if it cost me my job later as a GM. I couldn't make that move. There's no way in hell I would his, make that his move.
2: Salary for this year no. is one.
0: Yeah, yeah. His salary is for this year is stupid. It's one million. Yeah, I mean it's no, it's one dollar. For this, that's uh, that's his actual salary yeah. for this year, because I know like the cap hits one million.
2: Yeah, it's one dollar.
0: Okay, so his salary is one dollar, but I know his cap hits a million. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like yeah, the it, cap hits huge. nothing for this year, and it's because Cleveland knew what was going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like the cap hit literally the next year for them like twenty something million dollars on their cap uh-huh. hit or whatever it is. Um. But well, hey,
3: and then of course you, and then you. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, hey, let's let's jump into some other conversations here while you're here, because uh, we do have some other guests that are wanting to hop on here in a little bit. Uh, you know, you're a massive Arkansas fan. Shane is as well. You know, how are you feeling about your Razorbacks coming this year, expectations for 2022? You know, is the is the sky the, the limit? You know, is KJ about to pop off? You know, Pittman's got a new contract. Pittman's, you know, saying bring it to Texas every year. I mean, how, how, you know, not even for you, Ricky, Shane as well. Boys, how are we, how we feeling about the Razorbacks for this year? Is, is the sky the limit, and is KJ about to pop off? Because this is probably his last year in college. He'll probably go to the pros after this, I would assume. So how are you guys feeling about uh, being a Razorback
1: fan right now? I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Pretty so tight.
3: I'm going to go ahead. Do
1: I now, Shane? Yeah, I was going to say you can take the first one. I'll go after. All right.
3: So um, so I, I'm just going to be dead honest with you guys whenever I whenever I speak on this. This year, Arkansas has a chance to do what it's never done before, and that's make a playoff. And I, I say that very lightly. And there, here's the reason why I say it very lightly: it's because we're in the SEC, where anything can happen on any given night. Fair. Um, Alabama's going to be good, of course. Um, of course, we, we all know that's going to be one of those top. Well, it's going to be one of those games where it's going to lean more toward Alabama, and we're going to have to bring our A game to beat them because they're going to be just they're going to be better than what they were last year, even with Bryce Young returning. Um, they've got a defensive end that's returning that's very, very good. Um, they're they're going to be, they're going to be solid They're going to be They're going to be out. They're going to be Alabama. I don't think you're going to see Alabama last year, this year. And I could be wrong about that. I just, I don't see, I don't see Alabama being bad two years in a row. And I, and they, they weren't even really bad last year, but we, last year they were at a spot where we were not used to seeing them at. And, um, and so I'll just go ahead and go down their, down, down their schedule real quick. Cincinnati should be a win. Cincinnati is Cincinnati's not going to be near as good this year as what they Absolutely were last year. Absolutely they're not. They're not going <laughs> to be a pushover. Yep. I don't think it's going to be a pushover game, but I think it's going to be at least a 2-3 touchdown game for the simple fact that, like I said, they're not near as good. They're not near as solid no, no, no. Um, as what they were last year. And and I think every, I they proved to everybody, they did not belong in the playoff last year. I, I, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and, um, South Carolina is going to be testing. Um, you know, I, I could see South Sky's the limit for South Carolina this year, guys. Because South Carolina um, uh, bringing in Spencer Rattler, which I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but he's a better addition to what they've already what they already have. They went above expectations last year. Would not surprise me if they won seven, eight games this year. Would not surprise me one bit if they won nine games this year. Um, but they're not going to be a pushover either. But then again, you've got Arkansas, who is the more experienced, more talented. They're going to win that game. Missouri State. Uh, that's going to be extreme because Petrino coaches that team. They're going to be coming back. That's going to be a blowover. Texas A&M, guys, I'm going to go on the limb and say Texas A&M is not going to be that good. I don't think they're going to be that good at all. I'm I'm predicting them to be 7-5 this year. I don't think Texas Texas A&M is going to be – I don't think they're going to win eight games this year. I just don't see it. And so um, so I don't think they're going to be as solid as what some people have projected them to be. Alabama, we've already talked about them. They're going to be solid. Mississippi State is going to be solid. Mississippi State is going to be as good as what we were last year. So that's, going to, that's not going to be a cup get game, and we're going to Mississippi State. So that could be one of the trap games uh, that we could be. BYU is always in the mix in the top 25 somewhere. But we go to BYU, I still think we're going to be better than them. But this, like I said, that's not going to be a pushover game. Uh, that's not going to be a pushover game either. Auburn's not going to be very good this year, and we're at Auburn. Uh, Bo Nix transferring. Uh, really hurts Auburn a lot more True. than what people realize that that, that it does. Um, their coach, which Auburn has made the one mistake. I figured they would learn from their mistake, like LSU learned from his mistake when they finally let Wade go in the basketball coaching realm uh, at the end of the season due to more allegations. This guy, this coach, I don't understand how, how this guy still has his job. I don't understand how he has his job. I understand he came from Boise State. What the freak could do? There's a bunch of coaches who have come from Boise State who went to major Division One colleges and did not see much success at all. And so, um, and so. But either way, Auburn. I don't think Auburn's going to be very good. Liberty's not going to be as good. They're they're not. I mean, but you. They. Uh, they're. I'm sorry. Liberty is still going to be good. Um, they've got a quarterback um, that is looking up toward the on the Heisman list. Um, I I don't think they'll be as good as what they were last year. Uh, but they're still not going to be a pushover. They, you know, with Hugh Freeze, uh, no, Hugh, yeah, Hugh Freeze coaching that team, um, uh, they're they're going to be all right. They're going to be okay. Ole Miss is not going to be very good this year. Uh, you guys saw them without Matt Corl last year. They do not have a quarterback right now who has who has. They got to get a quarterback to step up. Um, Lane Kiffin will figure it out, but I don't see them being very solid. LSU is not going to be solid. Brian Kelly this first year. They lost, I think, thirteen thirteen to the transfer portal. If I'm not mistaken, it might have been even more than that, and so and they weren't very good last year. So I mean, I don't see them being very solid. Missouri's Missouri, so like I said before, Arkansas with the schedule that they have in being in the SEC with a couple of track games and things like that, I could see us going nine and three. If if I were to, if I were to say today that this is this is what I I could see us at nine and three, but I could also see us going eleven and one just as easy as I can nine and three.
0: Okay, okay, Shane. what about you?
1: Are you kind of in the same realm? Are you kind of feeling the same thing? uh yeah, in a sense i mean i think I think our floor is still pretty high um I mean, I have some different opinions on on some teams that we're playing and things like that, but I still agree that with what we have returning and and how other teams are are have what they've got coming back, we're definitely you know top three in the west, you know at minimum. Um, and then potentially, depending on those swing games, and I think the biggest ones right now are, you know, Texas A&M, um, Alabama, BYU's a tricky game, South Carolina's a tricky game. Um, and, I mean, honestly, those four games are really the swing games, right? I think those four games are really going to determine the season. Because if we come into the Alabama game 3-0, and beating Texas A&M, Missouri State, or four and zero beating Cincinnati, South Carolina, Missouri State, Texas A and M. Coming in Alabama, um, that that place is gonna be rocking because at that point it's probably gonna be two four and zero teams. Most likely, we're gonna be in the top fifteen, top ten. College it's game day. Most likely gonna be college game yeah, day, yeah. and it's gonna be a night game in Fayetteville. That place is gonna be rocking. And the fight that we gave Alabama last year, and people say, "Oh, Alabama's gonna be good this year." Alabama's gonna be. I, I completely agree. But at the end of the day, they're still Alabama, right? Everybody True. says they were bad last year, but they still played for a national championship. It's like, I mean, at the end of the day, they're Alabama. Um, so, I mean, that's always going to be the game to watch, and we haven't beat them in, like, what, 12 years? I think the last time we beat like them was. 17,
2: yeah. 2000,
3: 2006. Yeah, two thousand
1: six seven years. seven was the last time we beat them. So, I mean, if we can get that game. I thought it was six. It was something like that, 2006, 2007, somewhere in that, that range. Whatever
2: the kicker was.
1: Yeah. Because there was a lot of kicking jokes.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> floating yep. around.
1: But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think, I mean, our, our floor is probably in the 8-9 range and our ceiling. If we can swing that Alabama game, because like I said, if we start off 4-0, it's going to be a night game. And, I mean, we've all been to uh, – I have know I've been to Fayetteville on a night game. That place is rocking. I mean, last year I went to Mississippi State game, went to the Texas game last year. Those games were rocking, and we didn't even know what Arkansas is what they are right now. Right, right. So, yeah,
3: and of course, I was at, I was also at the Texas game last year. Shane, there was so there was there was such a different atmosphere, such a different feeling. And one of the funny thing about Texas is there was a Texas fan that was sitting about two rows in front of us. Of course, you know we were you know we were just we were having a good time. Uh, really weren't giving them too hard of a time. They weren't really giving us too hard. It just a little friendly thing but he was saying something that, we would, that we've been saying for the past 10 years. We'll be better next year. <laughs> so, um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, tech, like I so said, that was that just different atmosphere. Winning that game right there solidified Pittman's legacy because now was, like, we were at the very bottom when he got here. Like you cannot go too far from the bottom as what we had at the Chad Morris. You just can't, <laughs> you just can't, you just can't do it. <laughs> it was that terrible, guys. Okay, I would rather have Smiley, okay. What was his name? John Smiley or whatever. John his name, Smith. John, John Smith. Smith. I'm not even an Arkansas
0: fan, but that
1: guy was a joke. See, and that that's where I, that, that's where I'll kinda of differ from you. I will never, ever, ever, ever say I will I will take John L. Smith over anybody <laughs> in the world. <laughs>
3: Pay John L. Smith over no, Chad Morris no. in a hard The talent, so the, the hey, talent
1: man. difference, the talent difference that Chad Morris had compared to what John L. Smith had, but yet they still performed the same records. We were coming off of an Ohio State loss, coming off number three in the country, had national championship implications for the BCS, and John L. Smith still managed to have that talented team go what three and nine.
3: Okay, so here's where I disagree with you. All right. Here's where I disagree with you. I have talked to I have a I have a source that I have talked with that has that was with the Chad Morris era, that was with mostly in the Chad Morris era. And they had I'm telling you, and he even told me that that they had just as much talent as what they did whenever John L. Smith got there. And hold on before you say that, because they didn't show it on the field. But he even told me in general. Chad Morris, had a, Chad Morris bought a house in Fayetteville. It was like a $2 million house or something like that. It was, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. He never, you know how many times he stayed in that house? B- well, very that he rarely. Very nights a week.
1: Very rarely. Very rarely. I, know, I know he, he spent had, most he of his hired time. A maid, yeah, he spent most he of his time in Texas. Maid,
3: he hired a maid to clean his house up once a week. He was rarely in there. His family never moved up to Fayetteville, had no plans to move up to Fayetteville, and his football players knew it. So, no, that's where I disagree with you at, because even though, like, I know John L. Smith should not have ever been a head coach, but Chad Morris <laughs> should have never been our head coach either. And I'm telling you right now, I would take John L. Smith day over than I would Chad Morris, because here's the thing. Chad Morris gave us hope whenever we were in the top 25 recruiting class uh, uh, after his first season, he had a top 25 rec- recruiting class, gave us hope and had a two-win season afterwards. So, no, I would still take <laughs> John. That's why I'll take John L. Smith. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I agree. And where Chad Moore's messed up is he lost the locker room, right? Yeah, right, he from, did. From, from the get-go, from his from very the, first con- – from, uh, from From the very first press conference. Where- all right, everyone stand up. Uh, whatever he did.
0: Yeah. I, I look back on that now. It's just like, all right, all right. I know you're the head coach, but come on now. These
1: are college kids. Like You're not in high school. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, from, from the get-go, he lost that that room. And, yes, we were talented. And, you know, I have sources, too, that were tied to Fayetteville and that team and worked for the team. And he, they said from the get-go, like, you know, he even though we had guys that were more talented than guys that he wanted to bring in, he still wanted to play his guys. Yeah, he did. Um, so I mean of course the guys that were already there, they they were already thinking, Okay, I'm transferring out, there's no point in playing here because even if I'm better than this guy that's coming in that's transferring in, um, he's not gonna play me because he wants to play his guys. Yep. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, I, I just can't get over John L. Smith butchering a championship caliber <laughs> team. Um, I mean, we had all the talent in the world. I mean, that was still a Tyler Wilson team. I mean, we still had a Kobe Hamilton. I mean, that team was loaded with NFL talent, and to go three and nine with that is You just got to smile.
2: wasn't Wasn't he on the staff though? And <laughs> he got, was a and got hired. Yeah. He was a staff. special
1: teams okay. coach.
2: Here's the here's the difference between John L. Smith and Chad Morris. John L. Smith was already on the team. Chad Morris decided to come. To Arkansas to ruin Arkansas
3: from SMU you know? yes from SMU yeah. I mean here's the and thing, that's and it here's the thing he didn't even, he didn't even build SMU the Coast before he built SMU <laughs> he, he got handed that job and that's it yeah, just like Ryan Day over Ohio State I hate Ohio State by the way so I mean just like Ryan Day at Ohio State he got handed that job <laughs> he didn't earn nothing
1: and at the end of the day Chad Morris was out to collect a paycheck right yeah that's all he that's was all there for was. yeah he was there to get a paycheck yeah, he was there to get it. a paycheck yeah um that's why when when um you know when Sam Pittman came in, that's that's why Arkansas fans were like, okay, you know, we're kind of iffy on this hire, but don't throw the money bag at him right off the bat. Um,
3: right, and now and now and now he's worked he has worked his way into this, and I'll go and I'll go and say this much: all the credit for bringing all these coaches in goes to hundred year check. 100 percent. I was iffy about Hunter I was iffy about hundred year check coming up from Houston. I'm like. So I'm like, okay, what do they see in this guy? But you also have to see when he was down there, Houston's football was starting to come up. Uh, Houston's basketball started peaking. Some of their other sports started peaking. Of course, you know, Arkansas, you know, as far as like baseball, we've, all, we've, all, we've usually traditionally had a pretty good baseball team. And then, of course, gymnastics and track are usually pretty good and everything like that. And I don't know how many teams it was off the top of my head, but like, you take softball for an example. Softball didn't do shit until he got there, and now softball's doing so well that they, even though I know they lost, they lost Texas, but they all, but of course Texas ended up going to the you know the championship to face Oklahoma, and of course they didn't get beat. But still, you lose to a hot Texas team um, in the Super Regionals. I mean, it's just you just but still though, it's still such a great year that these that these girls have had as far as being in the in the college softball realm. And even some of these other schools, like, like uh, women's basketball, you know, Mike Neighbors, it's a hard it, it's hard to coach girls. Ba- it's hard to coach girls basketball at the University of Arkansas because even though that we are the top school in the in the state, you still have you still have to compete with UALR. You still have to compete with Arkansas State in recruiting. Women's basketball is totally different than recruiting realm, but yet Mike Neighbors have been okay so far. So I mean, you just look at You just look at all these teams that we have right now, and just it's just so it's so great to be an Arkansas fan right now. We may never see this ever get. If Hunter Yurchak decides to go somewhere else, we may never see this again in our lifetime, where so many of our programs have just went from the bottom up under Hunter Yurchak's watch. And of course, I don't know if you guys have seen the video or not, but there was a video last year um, whenever we beat Texas. Uh, he you can hear Hunter Juracek telling the security troopers, you could hear them telling the security he's like, Hey, let them come down, let them tear the post. We have enough money to replace that. That's the kind <laughs> of guy he is. He is a fan's guy. I love this guy. I love him so much. Even though they switched to a coach contract, but that's okay. And uh but, you know, I'll I'll live I'll live with that eventually. Yeah, just for um, the background noise, you know, just for the background. I, I work for Pepsi, so Yeah, and
1: going and going back to just Arkansas football next year, I think. You know, what Sam Pimmons done, I think not a, what all, not a lot of people realize is I think Arkansas football is also feeding off of the success that Hunter check has done with our other athletic programs um, like track and field, baseball, softball, gymnastics, um, our golf team, things like that. I think, you know, getting people's eyes on Arkansas and then veering them to football yeah. is is what's helping, especially in recruiting. Um, and helping Sam Pittman, now don't get me wrong, Sam Pittman's a great recruiter, and so is Kendall Briles and Barry Odom and all of them. But I think at the at the end of the day, if we don't have Hunter Yurchick, Sam Pittman's not, not as successful as he is right now. Um, and I think as far as our football team next year, I think what it comes down to is going to be what I've probably been saying in the last 10 years. It comes down to our receiving core and our front seven.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, because you, you, it's like you've always said, one of your biggest philosophies in football, shade, and you're absolutely correct. If have of an scrimmage. offensive line and a line of scrimmage on both ends, you have you have a chance. Of course, And I don't know if you guys have looked at, at 2023's football schedule because it's already, it's, already, it's already published, but it's already been set. We do not have a very tough non-conference schedule next year at all. So next year, if even – because like I said, KJ's going to go to the pros next year. This is going to be a perfect time for a rebuild year because our first three games are Western Carolina, Kent State, and BYU, and they're all home games. Hey, don't forget (laughs) about (laughs) FIU. Hang on, hang on, hang on! I'm not there yet. Then we have Texas A&M, and then we have FIU, so we could we could win four of the first five games before rebuilding next year. So it's just, uh, I mean, and so it's just it's a perfect time, um, like I said, to, to really rebuild and see. And see where this is going to
2: go uh, heading forward. Oh, damn. That first game's a War Memorial?
1: Yeah, because we don't have I a game. Do no? We don't right, have a game. Have one this year. Yeah, we don't have one this year. Well, damn. Okay.
2: That's fancy.
0: Well, Ricky, you know, there are a lot of other topics that I want to jump into with you about, like the Cowboys and Tom Brady and some fantasy okay. and stuff like that. But uh, we do have some other people here that are waiting to hop into the show. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with you. And uh, we'll we'll get you back onto the show, uh, maybe even next month. Uh, we'll we're doing another episode next month. It's a big guest episode, and then you know we'll figure out your Discord situation where maybe you can be a guest on during the regular season, and uh, maybe uh both of our casts can maybe you know, collab together, have a good time there. Uh, but we are going to wrap things up with you here, just so we can get someone else in. Hopefully you understand on that. But uh, man, I I I, I I I do hate that we got to go ahead and let you go because man, I love your energy. I love this guy's energy. I really do. So I hate that we got to let you go.
3: To bring it man. Yeah now so, before, all right, so before, before before you let before you let me go, uh there's a couple let me point out a couple things. Number one, if I could do this for a living I would just because the feel fact that. is I can talk about sports all day, any day. I used to work with a guy that we that's all we did. And there were people that come by doing a little sports center deal that da, da 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 they would do that every single day just because they knew what we were talking about. They so we were talking about everything. And number two uh, yes, uh, be sure if you guys want to listen, to, uh, listen on top of a terrible football show, a uh, number four show, we're uh, asking to, for tonight. Tonight we're going to have a special guest, guys. We're going to have Lauren Graves, who is a former Arkansas softball player. is going to be on our cast tonight. So mm-hmm. I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to having her on. But, hey, guys, I appreciate y'all having me on. Anytime you guys need me, just let me know. and I, I, will, I will fill in. I said anytime you need me, just let me know, guys. Y'all y'all been great. I appreciate y'all for having me on.
0: Hey man, I appreciate your time. Before we let you go, one quick question: favorite player of all time? Go.
3: Favorite player of all time? Uh, that's easy. It's Kobe Bryant. Uh, so, are we talking about football or just that? are we talking about any sport?
0: Well, I like the Kobe Bryant answer, but also give me a football answer.
3: Football answer is pretty tough. Um, football answer is pretty tough. I'm gonna have to go with Emmitt Smith. Uh, Emmitt okay. Smith was okay. just one of those guys. He was just he was just one of those guys. I understand that he he, he also played for other teams besides the Cowboys. He was just one of those guys um, who just loved to play. And you could tell every single time he, touched, he carried the football. And even today, the way he talks about it today, um, Emmett Smith is probably one of my all-time, one of my all-time, on my all-time favorite lists.
0: Okay, I respect that. All right, man, well, I, I appreciate being on the show. We're going to definitely have to talk again, get you back on the show. I love your energy. Uh, and once again, I do appreciate you, man. So you have a good rest of your day. Okay, hopefully, hopefully your show tonight is absolutely awesome. Uh, where can everyone find your show?
3: Uh, so we are on YouTube. Um, we we are on YouTube. Just type in "Talking Sports New Force." we were on there. Our list of episodes are on there. Um, and then, and of course You have me on Facebook. Um, uh, Rick and I are on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group "Talking Sports New Force" as well on Facebook. Um, if you want to be in the group, all you got to do is add it. All you got to do is add it, and I can add you in the group or request it, and I can add you. And then um, we, uh, you can also listen to it from there. So uh, yeah, so yeah, YouTube and Facebook, guys, and so and so. Like I said, guys, I appreciate you for having me on, Tyler Shane. Hope to see you guys soon. All right. All
0: right, man. Hey, I appreciate you. You Have a good one.
3: Yes, sir. Y'all do too. All
0: right, bye. Good conversation there. Lots of energy. I like that. I like yeah, that. Who brings that shit? Dude, he brings it. <laughs> and I also want to not stress everything that he said involving uh, where to find a show will also be down in the link down in the description below. So make sure to go show some support there. Uh, we'll go ahead and bring up the next person which is our, our guy Chad. He's a big uh, old chad Alec. Big, big uh, Georgia fan. Almost a Cowboys for some reason. But he's a big <laughs> Georgia fan. Um,
2: hey, I'm going to be honest with you before you bring him in. Okay. Uh, for the longest time in the world, I thought this man was a Tennessee fan, <laughs> really, <laughs> because because the NCAA football, uh-huh. he would always end up with Tennessee in our brackets. Uh-huh. So I always thought he was a Tennessee fan, even basketball. Okay, he's a fucking Kansas fan in basketball. I didn't even fucking know this. <laughs> it, it fucked me up, there When he when he told me that, like last year.
0: Okay, well we're gonna go ahead and bring him in. We're gonna see if he's got his Discord stuff situated. If well, not, uh, we'll have to another phone call, I guess. <laughs> All right, Chad, you are on A Terrible Football Show. Can you hear us? How you doing? How you feeling? Hopefully your stuff's all set up and good to go.
5: Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, we oh, got
0: damn. him. We got him. Here okay. we go. Here We're we good. go. Here we go. Chad, okay. how are you doing, man? Uh, you know, hopefully you're having a great day today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on.
5: No problem. Having a good day. It's burning up out here now. <laughs> it, is,
0: it is It is pretty hot. It is pretty hot. Uh, man, we got, uh, we got some things lined up for you here today to chat about. And, you know, number one, first and foremost, congratulations on being a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs coming on with a, uh, a natty. How are you feeling? Are you still on top? Talk- you still, uh, riding the high on that? You
5: still, uh, you know, feeling it right now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was, it was a great season, man. We actually went down there to, uh, Georgia and watched the Georgia-Arkansas game. And, uh, man, it is, uh, time of my life, man. It was a dream come true, to be honest awesome. with
1: Oh, that's a game I wish not to talk about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Man.
0: Now, uh, how are you feeling towards 2022 right now? I mean, you guys think you can come back and repeat? I mean, you guys lost a lot on defense. I mean, a, I mean, a lot on defense. I mean, how are you feeling towards uh, going in 2022 right now?
5: Man, I feel pretty good. Um, the only thing about, like, you know, looking on the outside end, we did lose a lot, but – we was up so much in a lot of those games that we rotated players so much. There, there was games that Jordan Davis played eight snaps, and we rotated players more. But uh, we still got some key guys there, and uh, I think we're going to be all right. We're going to be a little better on the outside at corners, probably lack a little bit on the inside. We probably won't hit that 50-sack mark like we did last year, but we'll be pretty solid there. We got an All-American right there holding it down in the middle, Uh Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we should be all right. Offense gonna have to step up this year though a little bit more. Now I have a question
0: for you, and I want you to be very very honest with me. Okay, when it comes to Trayvon Walker, was uh-huh. I mean this guy had a, this guy's a beast, right? Let's go ahead and address that. I mean you can watch the film for it, but when it comes to his rise to stardom to being the number one overall pick. Did that really, you know, as a Georgia fan, can you say that if that came out of nowhere or is the signs always there for that? Because as if, if casual fans... You know, for a lot of people, okay, that don't follow every single, you know, team and, and follow the draft religiously, and even for people that do follow the draft, I think everyone can agree that Trayvon came out of nowhere. He had, cause he had a great combine workout, and that's what really started to shoot him up draft boards where he was potentially number one. Before that, it was Aiden. Aiden was a lock for number one, and the next one was gonna be Kayvon. Tray, Trayvon really popped up out of nowhere. So, you know, as a Georgia fan, did you always see that or did it come out of nowhere for you as well?
5: It came out of nowhere, but I will say it's like um, the same thing that helped him hurt N'Kobe Dean. Yeah. I think if N'Kobe Dean would have had his great workout, he was definitely a lot for a first-round, you know, top-ten pick. But he didn't, and he had a bad, you know, combine. You, you always say he's combine warriors. I like Trayvon. He's good, but he was always kind of like um uh, a roller, you know, role player, he would come in and swap in and out everywhere. Like you said, he's a physical beast, you know, what mm-hmm. like two thirty five, two forty five, you know, six right. six running wide receiver speed. That that's that's a beast. But it could be a bust because of that, though, too.
0: Because okay. so wrong. So that was my follow-up question. Because if, <laughs> if you follow a terrible football show at all, then you may have uh, come to know that my number two team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And while I don't hate the pick necessarily, I think the Jaguars, like, I don't hate the pick, okay? But I think the Jaguars had a massive, massive miss on not taking Aiden. Would you agree to that? Or do you think the Jaguars are going to possibly get that hit in the long run? Or do you just think he's going to has that strong, like, you know, how would you compare Trayvon and Aiden for that number one pick?
5: I mean, we saw what happened in the Orange Bowl, you know. I, I think we shut down Aiden. I uh Fair fair I fair. Think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be about the same type of player. It's just you know, uh maybe Aiden uh Hutchison is probably more of a more of a lock than I would say, you know, a safer pick. Okay. But if I was the Jaguars, I probably would have. I probably would have traded back.
0: That's what I wanted to do, but I don't think, But no one wanted the first overall pick. <laughs> That's Nobody fun. gave a fuck. Yeah, no one gave a fuck this year. Everyone kind of mailed it in.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would trade it back and try to get you know two picks for one type thing if I could have you know. Okay. But
0: okay. Should call Philly up and got them late yeah. late team picks right over. right. All right, uh, last Georgia-related question here for you. Then we'll hop over to some other stuff. Uh, how are you feeling about your chances towards Arch Manning right now? Because right now it's down to like uh, Georgia, Texas, and is there someone else in the running, or is it just those two? I want to say there was like what four that was primary. There was there was four, but I think Georgia and Texas. Are I think that I think that's pretty much everybody. the top. Yeah, how how are you feeling about that possibility? Ah,
5: uh, to be honest with you, I think that. Uh, I think it'd be a massive mistake for him to go to Texas. And not saying that he should go to Georgia, but the expectations there for a team that goes seven—I mean, five and seven—and don't put nobody in the draft, you can't really tell somebody, "Hey, look, we put people in the draft." Last quarterback you put in there was Colt McCoy. You know, I, I just think the expectations would be so high there with a team that's. After this year, it's gonna be a little bit depleted, and they're gonna have you know Quentin Ewers there. Yeah, I was gonna say Quinn's he's, there, and he's gonna to have to he's gonna to to sit probably either way. The first season, I would rather go if I was him. I'd rather go to a team where I would only have to throw the ball twenty five times and have a good running game and a good defense like Alabama or Georgia, and not have to have that expectations throwing for three fifty just to win against Kansas. Right. Okay. Okay. A little, a,
1: little, a little trouble there, but...
0: <laughs> no,
5: I,
1: I completely agree, um, especially within the next, what, three years, Texas going to be in the SEC, and yeah. I don't think um, Texas and Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma is going to have a lot better um, presence in the SEC than what Texas is, but I think it's going to be, you know, we're not going to see something like when Texas A&M and Missouri came over when, within the first three years, they both were competing for, you know, SEC championships. And well, you
2: also got to think Texas A&M coming to the SEC helped them a lot. Oh, 100%. Because you got, you got kids from Texas that want to play in the SEC but couldn't. Yeah. And then now you can. that's why I think Texas is going to be a little bit better than Texas. I think it's going to flip. Texas is going to be the, the star, and then Texas A&M is going to be the little brother again. See, back to being um, a little bro.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's UT, right? I mean, it's the branding, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But –
2: but Jimbo got a lot of fucking money, man.
1: But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but see, the thing is, though, with that, at the end of the day, I mean, I- I've said this on the podcast multiple times. I mean, they're paying, what, $50 million to go 7-5? and five? Exactly. I mean, When's the last
5: time they won a SEC championship?
1: Exactly. I mean, I, I mean – me 11 years. You really have to go back to – The last time they were even competing was with Johnny Menzel, and even then they didn't make it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they've always been kind of competing in the top three, four in the SEC West. But other than Missouri, I mean, they haven't been. Those two teams haven't been in
0: SEC championship. And yet. look, I'll go ahead and say it too. Even whenever they were part of the Big Twelve, Texas A and M, while they were good, they were not that good. Yeah, Arkansas like, I, I
2: I State fucking beat them one year. I mean, on, like, now.
0: I mean, if we want to, if we want to talk Texas teams you know, in the Big 12, uh, you know, up until Baylor. they left. I mean, it was Baylor and even Texas Tech had their run with, with, you, with Graham nope. Harrell.
2: Texas Tech was dogs. Yeah, Texas was Tech some was
0: some, some beast. I mean, Texas oh, A&M yeah. has
1: always been the little brother. Yeah. Not but but um, mm-hmm. I, I actually have a question. I want to go back to, to Georgia real quick. um, Especially, like, with Trayvon Walker, now, do you think, um, you know, he was over uh, Trayvon Walker was kind of overseen and kind of it kind of popped out of nowhere because, you know, that Georgia defense from last year was so good, um, that maybe Trayvon Walker was just maybe overlooked, especially with players like um Dean and Jordan Davis holding down that front seven. That, in my eyes, I mean, those were two top ten players. I mean, especially on yeah. on our draft boards, I mean, we were surprised that Nicobe Dean dropped so late. Very surprised. Third round, right? Yeah. no, it was like late. Mid-second, the, is he, I thought it was third or it was either late second or third round. It was third. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I had him, you know, top 10 in my, I mean, I had him going like 10, 11, 12
2: or Philly. It was one of them. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it was definitely in the top, you know, 14 teams or whatever. And for him to drop third round and Trayvon to kind of pop up, do you think it was more of, you know, what he did in the combine or was it just him being overlooked by the other talent that was on that team?
5: I think it's a little overlooked, but you got to also think they had Anderson in there, which he got suspended halfway through the season. He probably would have been a first rounder. He's projected first round. You know, Channing Tindall was in there, Dean, and, uh, you know, I mean, they just had so many monsters in there. They just, they don't always, uh, it's not like a superstar brand of defense they played. They played, like, if a guy was on the outside, they would cut him inside for the next guy. And I think a lot of that kind of pops on tape too, like when you watch. Like, and he needed to, in my eyes, if he needs to work on something, it's finishing when he gets back there. He gets to the quarterback, but he needs to finish. You know, there's a lot of plays against LSU in the SEC championship that he was back there all over Burl, had his hands on him, but couldn't finish the tackle. Same thing with Bryce Young last year in the SEC championship.
1: I agree. I feel like that could come back to really bite the Jaguars. I agree, but it's also, a Jaguars pick. Let's also, be real. <laughs> but also yeah. on the flip side, though, you know, you were talking about how y'all kind of shut down Aiden, and I think that kind of kind of woke a lot of people up, especially me watching that game. You know, y'all were sending double teams at him every down almost, and and I think that's going to be his big issue because. They're gonna. He's gonna be facing offensive linemen that are SC, that kind of SEC size, and if not bigger and faster in the NFL, and they're gonna be throwing double teams at him. Um, yeah. Now, given Jacksonville do has do have a decent front seven to where they won't particularly may have to um, worry about that as far as Aiden um, getting double teams all the time because they have to focus on other people. Um, but I mean, definitely if he starts making a. a some noise in the first three games, he's going to get double teams thrown at him and he's going to get cut blocks thrown at him from running backs. And he's got to learn how to, how to get off of that. Hey, that's just going to free up the other Josh Allen,
5: <laughs> Josh Allen 2.0. The thing I want to know, cause I don't watch a lot of Jaguars is, uh, is he going to be a hand in the ground defensive end or is he going to be a linebacker? Hybrid? They currently have him listed as an outside linebacker. Yeah, what I'm thinking Adlisten. he's
0: going
1: to play something like a Von Miller. Yeah, because kind of yeah, that
0: that's what yeah. Jacksonville runs for their defense. So it's going cuz I mean Josh Allen, I I think Josh Allen's listed as an outside linebacker. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he, okay. So I mean it's going to be the same thing. I mean you're just going to have two very fast physical uh outside rushers from both sides. So I mean like yeah. I mean Jacksonville's going to stink. I'll go ahead and address that up front. I mean there's the writings on the walls. Uh but they're at least going to have a good pass rush, like for sure. Yeah. Oh, for
1: sure.
5: You going to have you gotta have some. You gotta have either a defense line or offense line to beat. You know, you gotta build in that stuff. Yeah, there be. you go.
1: Got to build the trenches. We,
0: we say that all yeah. the time on this damn show. <laughs>
5: you gotta build it.
1: Yeah, Dude. yeah. And I think the only exception to that rule is Cincinnati from last year, right, bro? They just had so <laughs> many. They had just had so many weapons and were so fast on the edges on offense and defense, even with Eli Apple stinking, that they were just able to just put up seventy points a game. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous but once they solidify that that those that line of scrimmage Cincinnati is going to be dude i know ridiculous they made
0: some big moves this offseason to build up that line cuz that's the i mean that all line was that has got to be one of the worst offensive lines to ever play oh, in the yeah. super bowl like it's not they even close making- Like, I mean, dude, Burrow was sacked, like, how many times throughout, like, playoffs and playoffs and um, regular season combined? It's, like, what, 90-something, I think? I mean, some stupid amount. And then, like, what Chad's saying, like, eight times in uh, the Super Bowl, I think it was, like, what, 12 times against Tennessee? Dude. Dude, how is this man not dead? Like, there's so many Andrew Luck comparisons there where it's just like, hey, if you don't protect this guy, he's going to retire early, just
5: like Andrew Luck did. So you got to watch out for that. I ain't going to lie, though. Alabama's got the same issue. Okay, if they cool. don't address that, they're gonna they're gonna get caught this year. Watch.
1: I agree. I, th- I think off- I think offensive line for once is probably one of Alabama's weaknesses. But yeah. the thing is, their bad offensive line is still better than half the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah,
5: so, that's fair.
1: <laughs> I mean, and given with a talented quarterback like Bryce Young, yes, he went down more than what we typically see of a of an Alabama quarterback, but you also got to think that's also somewhat on Bryce young because he's holding the ball longer to get out of the pocket Mm -hmm. or escape. Yeah, exactly. So he, so I mean, that's kind of on him as well, but I mean, we'll see what they bring this year. Yeah.
0: Now, I was yeah. kind of curious your thoughts on a couple other college-related topics, just not to Georgia. You know, we already kind of touched on it a little bit involving uh, OU and Texas, but you know, what's what's kind of your thoughts on all of this college conference uh, shakeup that we've got coming here soon? Because obviously, OU and Texas coming to SEC, you know, we're going to get some shakeup there because they're going to naturally go to the West. You know, Bama will now be part of the the East because that yeah because they've you know probably what Auburn as well I think. Yeah. But then we also got some other moves. You know, UCF no, they're not, they're not uh, divisions. Do other oh, not? No. Okay. Well, yeah, Yeah, uh, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I remember seeing that now. And then you know we got some other moves like UCF, BYU, Cincy, and Houston all going to the Big Twelve. Uh, Sun Belt has had some stupidly, stupidly insane growth. Uh, you know, just this off season yeah. alone with the news popping out. Conference USA is it dead in your opinion? Because I feel like it's dead. I mean, they lost so much. How are you feeling towards some of these uh, some of these conference changes we got going on? It's pretty exciting. It feels like we're playing an NCAA game right now.
5: Yep yeah um I mean, I think it's the big twelve been needing to add some teams the the big the big grab out there is still out there. I think it's Notre Dame, somebody needs to grab Notre Dame and I think it's the a c c to yeah. 'cause uh their brain is not too great at the moment. I think it's just like really like one team and then whoever's got super seniors on their team is gonna be you know like a all senior led team right. like I would say a couple of years ago and stuff like that, but uh the, the Oklahoma-Texas thing is going to be a real shakeup, man. I I don't know how it's going to play out. I think, honestly, Arkansas is probably going to lose the LSU rivalry game, and uh, it's going to shake some things up because, uh, you know, like who 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 is your rivals? Because you're only going to play three teams every year, and you know not Arkansas. everybody can play everybody. You know, all the LSU, Florida. Alabama and Georgia—they, you know, everybody considers them their, their rival. You know, Georgia's got four or five rivals, and but how many are true rivals that you want to play every year?
1: You know, from, talking from an Arkansas fan here, um, what I would like to see if we're only allowed that, if we're going to only going to be able to keep three, um, I would still like to implement go back to somewhat of the Southwest Classic, bring in, yes. get rid of Texas A and M, and play Texas every year.
0: Um, I think that one does need to come back. I think that'd be a dope ass robbery. I'm not an Arkansas fan at all.
1: I'm definitely not a Texas fan. Fuck you, Brady. Uh but I would I would yeah. definitely love to see that come back. Um and then honestly like I grew up, you know, with with LSU being the last game of the year, the yep. you know, the yeah, Friday yep. after Thanksgiving. Yep. I I like that robbery. Uh, yeah. Um even though some people say it's not a robbery I mean, I was in Baton Rouge in what two thousand seven, two thousand six, when we upset them in the three overtimes or whatever. And great game, you know. Right. I was, you know, thirteen, fourteen years old, getting beer bottles thrown at me. So, I mean, I think just me personally, I have a personal like hatred towards LSU when it comes to that game. But it also brings excitement, right? Um, I think that's yeah. a game you have to keep. And then for the third one. I just have a feeling. I don't want to see it, but I have a feeling they're going to keep Missouri. Yeah, they will. Um, it's not. too new. Yeah. It's too new. You know, they've they've they built that trophy. Yeah, they're the going to is, try to push like, that.
5: Who, who, who's Missouri's rival besides us? And Vander, it's, Vanderbilt. Uh, it's kind of made up, you know what I'm saying? But, like, they don't have one. No, they don't,
0: and you know I, I've said this before on the, on the show at some point in our history, but like rivalries like the the battle line rivalry, like you know like those makeshift like those those are those are the dumbest rivalries. Rivalries are built, yeah. you know they they are not just cr- randomly created. Like oh hey we're <laughs> going to be rivals now, you know like they they are rivalries are built uh-huh.
2: through I'll games. let yeah. some
5: real quick. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I'd like to see us Texas A and M Texas. In Oklahoma, and if you had to kick out Texas A&M because, you know, Texas and Texas A&M don't get along and, you know, they won't cry about it, I want to see us play Ole Miss every year.
1: I wow. agree. I would like that. Or Auburn. Uh, yeah. I, I think especially – If you are not to a
5: fake robbery, Ole Miss and Arkansas throw some bangers out there. That's true.
1: And I think Auburn, too, especially with the last two years, Arkansas losing over two bullshit, you know, fumble calls oh, pretty yeah, much yeah. in both of those games. Um, I think that's kind of built some hatred, especially for Arkansas fans. Like, yo, like every time we, you know, last two years we played this team, like we get joked by a, a fumble no call. Um, and you know, there's other things that happened during that game. And as far as Ole Miss, I think as long as Lane Kiffin's there, that's definitely a rivalry that we can talk about. Because, I mean, Lane Kiffin used Arkansas multiple times to get more money wherever he was going to go. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say,
0: you know, this is obviously from an outsider looking in for, like, let's say Arkansas rivalries. Drop Missouri for sure. That's just a makeshift thing. I know they won't, obviously, but that's just a makeshift bullshit rivalry. And honestly, you know, with Texas coming in, I would would drop uh, Texas A&M for sure. For sure. And I I would focus on – Texas, uh, LSU, and, and Ole Miss, honestly, because, like, again, I'm not an Arkansas fan, but, what, but you know, those uh, Arkansas-Ole Miss games, like what Chad's saying, man, they can put on some bangers of some games. And plus how Arkansas has gotten shafted a couple times, how Arkansas has pulled off some some bullshit, you know, some unbel- – Fourth and
1: 25. Baby. Yeah,
0: the fourth and 25, like some bullshit like that. I think there's – I think that's a rivalry to talk about right there for sure. Yeah um now out there i got we've got a couple more things lined up here for you and then we're going to get you going so we can get some other people here on the show but uh one thing i was kind of curious about as well is how you know what's your thoughts on uh lincoln ditch and ou and uh heading over to usc because like you know whenever this move happened one thing that we chat about here on the show is that when usc was at their best with pete carroll the thing that you got to keep in mind with uh usc is that you know pete carroll man that thing was like uh it was, it was like a bunch of rock stars him. you know yeah. you know you know because another thing to talk about is like if pete carroll never would have left usc bama wouldn't be bama like you know up front like pete carroll was rocking that shit you know for a team like usc right there in in la with the history that you have of that of that uh that program you need a superstar coach to lead that program do you think lincoln's going to be able to do that you know is usc all the way back because the pac 12 has been kind of weak for a while now (laughs) outside of like oregon and utah's had it stints. but is the usc back in your mind with lincoln being over there plus caleb transferring over there you know Uh, malachi nelson transferred over there as well is usc coming back is there something to watch there
5: uh with that easy schedule it's gonna be easy to say yeah because they're gonna win a lot of games because they play a lot of crappy teams back 12 thing, but yeah but uh it's gonna be the same thing he had in oklahoma he's gonna he might make a couple playoffs and get there and get blown out because the defense ain't good He's gonna have to change his philosophy on his defense because he did bring his defense coordinator over there that was trash. Right. You know. And he's gonna they're gonna put up fifty points a game though. And they're gonna be good. I mean, that's how but, the Tech uh, twelve
1: is though. They they
2: put up the mean, points. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna
5: have the he's gonna have the money to back it over there, too.
1: That's also true. And I think another thing that kinda kinda fights that as well. I mean, we all we've always gave Oklahoma, in particular, and you know, entire Big 12 for not having a defense, right? But guess what? The Big 12 was built off of the Pac 12, and then the Pac 12 has not been playing defense for 20 years. So, (laughs) that's true. To you know, to go, I mean, you can go back to Chip Kelly when he first kind of really kind of built what we see in college football nowadays, true, with all these fast paced, you know, read options, RPOs. You know, that was basically Chip Kelly at Oregon. Um, not playing any defense, just you know, putting up eighty points a game. That's pretty much what the Pac-12 is now. I think uh, you know you're right on the the nail there. With, I mean, they're going to have to score sixty points a game to win games. And on the flip yeah. side, I think Oklahoma definitely won um, out of that because you know they're thinking about the future. You know, they may not be yeah. very good this upcoming year. But the time they get to the SEC with Brett Venables as a defensive-minded coach, that's exactly what you need coming to the SEC. And you know, I think Oklahoma's going to be better off for it.
5: Yeah, uh, I think it's a better move for them in the future with the SEC thing. And um, the only thing I will say about over there in the Pac-12 is that I want to see what Dan Lanning does with Oregon. Being able to get all those recruits at that school, yeah. he might build Over there, yeah. Uh, I do want to add on, he he, he might he might swap, but he might he might he has the opportunity to build something
0: over there, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do want to add on one thing involving Oklahoma with what you said, Shane, about you think that they're better off. Uh, I actually got boots on the ground when it comes to Oklahoma. Uh, because uh, my my cousin is a diehard Sooner fan, right? They're from Oklahoma. Same thing with my aunt. You know, was here for so long, helping out with my grandmother and stuff. And uh, when my cousin came down to you know move some furniture, me and him were, ch- were chatting about football. And, and uh he is a very very firm believer that Oklahoma is better off because the way that he the way that he talked about it, because he you know he's one of those people that will go to like you know spring spring practices and shit like that, spring games and stuff. Like you know, he you know you know got boots on the ground over there. And uh, the one thing that he said about you know Lincoln Riley being over there is like uh, there. Was So much talent that was just almost like lazy, wasted talent with how they played. You know what I mean? But you know, meanwhile, what they got over there now is that you, you know, like what you're saying with hard nose like defensive minded coach. Like the talent that they have now is being utilized to its
1: fullest extent, and they're actually working their ass off. And I think it comes down to this, right? I think Lincoln Riley fed off the talent so much. Yeah, he really didn't have to have a game plan. No, he really didn't. He's got like, like, hey, you know, I've got these 22 guys that my, if my bets were on these guys, they're more talented to you. I don't really have to put a game plan together. They just can go out there and play, you know, your backyard football and beat you. Yeah, yep. so he's just playing a video game. Hey, that was, exactly. hey I'll say um, that, that was Urban but, at Ohio State, too. I, I completely agree. <laughs> um, and then on the flip side, Britt Venables is going to have that same kind of stuff, but what's going to make them go to that elite stage, you know, the ones competing with your Alabamas and your Georgias and your Ohio States is that, he is going to make those guys work and strategize to where, you know, if on back on the flip side with Lincoln Riley, if they versed a team that had a good strategy or a good way to stop them, it was hard for them to, you know, win games. And that's when, you know, you would see these Ohio State, or Iowa States beat, you know, Oklahoma right, and all yeah. these kinds of things and Kansas fighting like in the in the make for the win and things like that. Because they came up with strategies to win that. It's going to be a lot harder to do that with Britt Venables, Oklahoma, because they're going to he's going to put the, that talent in the right place. That's true.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree to that. Um, now, Chad, the next thing that we got up on here, now I'll be up front. I'll be very, very clear. This is all you. Uh, I have no idea what this is. Tyler is the one that pitched that one wanted to chat about this. Uh, but you have like a college pick group. What do we got going on here? Let's chat about it. I have no idea what we're talking about right now. This is something that Tyler yeah. threw in there.
5: Yeah, we got a, a a pick 'em group and uh, gators in there. We got got a bunch of buddies, and uh, it's, we're going to try to evolve it a little bit more this year. But we uh, basically it's kind of like the uh, college game day. I come with the the games like maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, right? And um, get, I try to get the best games so that are available, and you pick ten, you know, the so ten out of the ten games you pick them, and then uh, we kind of go out through the season talking about crap, you know, and all that, but, uh, you, um, uh, we basically keep up the record and, you know, we have a winner and a loser and all that stuff. Last year, Tyler, Tyler was doing good there now. And then yep. at the end, he threw it
2: away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing happened over here. It man. did. It did. Yeah. I was cooking. And then, uh, was Zach, cooking, and then Zach looked at me and. Everything went downhill.
0: Yeah, everything went downhill after after uh, after he bumped that's, into one of our buddies because I was doing terrible. Because that, what <laughs> what Zach said is it was on it was on another podcast of ours, Animan Plus. Zach's just like, yeah, you know, I tuned into a show randomly. Zach's not a football fan, but you know, he's part of the brand. He's part of Sparky Three, so he's just showing support. He hopped on a show, and he's just like, man, Tyler's just like hitting these, like, boom, 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 and Alex, you're. You just suck. And then after that, it's like Tyler had his worst week ever. I had my best week ever, yep. and it just it changed from that point forward. <laughs> that, that's when I started reaching. I was looking
2: D three, D four. Yeah, I was looking to fucking look a little pee wee football, trying yeah, to yeah. Some damn teams, but Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't do it.
0: Well, you know, for your college pickums group, you know, we do a lot of picks ourselves here. We usually, uh, how we did it last year is that we'll pick out like ten games that we personally want to call, and then we have some kind of selected where we have our terrible game of the week, we have our FCS game of the week, FBS game of the week, whatever. So uh, maybe for this upcoming season, we can do some sort of a collab. You know, maybe do uh, have some fun there and just pick some games, have a good time. You know, I I don't mind throwing a pick in there every once in a while for you boys. I got you. Okay. all right yeah we'll work something out um yeah now before we actually get you out of here last question uh favorite player of all time
5: favorite player of all time yeah
0: if you you Uh, answered how you want if you want to give me favorite college player and favorite pro you know favorite pro overall whatever you want to do
5: probably favorite player of all time probably brett Favre on football i respect that I respect that. Shane, Shane's, Shane's happy about that answer. Just, <laughs> just, uh, the love of the game, the way he played it. I, lo- I love players like that. They're just like, they they play for the love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the competency, like, you know, like Kobe Bryant and, you know, Michael Jordan and stuff like that, which I wouldn't, you know, hear from Michael really. But just people that have that drive like that, that's the people I love to watch. Right, See, I would have like Cam, I, I, New- Cam Newton in Auburn. Now that was a fun season to
0: watch. Man, that was lie. a fun season to watch. I will not lie. <laughs> he was a dog right there. Flip it <laughs> on at any point. Yeah.
1: I would agree with Brett Favre. Brett Favre is probably my top three player, if not my favorite player of all time, just because you know I grew up, you know, a Packers fan, and I, I still Darn am. I, I still am, um, and that's mostly because of Brett Favre, and that's really the person that got me wanting to play football because. I mean, he didn't care. He went out there he and, and played his best. <laughs> he didn't care about stats. All he cared about was wins. And uh, he's kind of honestly kind of hated on. I mean, you don't ever see him, yeah. you know, in Madden games, you know, they have legacy scores and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. You don't ever see him in the game, ever. No. He's not, I haven't seen him in a Madden game since I started playing Madden uh, after he retired. So it's kind of ridiculous, but, yeah, I would agree. He's definitely uh, in top three. And if
0: you want to talk about him just not caring and just really playing for the love of the game, there's that legendary, like, clip or whatever where he just flat out asked one of his teammates, hey, I got to ask, what is, like, cover whatever, you know, whatever yeah. he said. He's like, oh, it's just this and uh, this. Nickel, and, nickel yeah, it's like nickel defense, and the, and the guy's like, it's just – this and yeah, Brett's take, like that's it yeah, you, you just take a
2: linebacker and <laughs>
0: put a cornerback and, 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 and brett's at that point he's like five years in the league i think he won an mvp at that point he's just like
1: what's a nickel defense guys and, and, and i think that's, that's kind of brett, brett Favre mantra right he didn't pay attention to different coverages you know, like he knew his basics but other than that he just went out there and played football man yeah. If like he saw a window he slang yeah, day, he's gonna fucking yeah he to it in there
0: so i definitely respect that uh, well, Chad, I appreciate hopping on You're a good conversation. Hopefully we can get you on here in the future as well. Uh, and, and uh, you know, more guest roles here. You're in the server after all. So hopefully, you know, you can hop on. We are going to be doing live shows, uh, starting, uh, for the football season. So maybe we, maybe we can get you back on, have some good conversations.
5: Yes, sir. Anytime y'all need me.
0: All right, man. Well, sounds all good. I appreciate you. being on the show. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Who are we hopping on next? There's going to be Jeremy or
2: Nick. Uh, Jeremy said five minutes, and that was like two minutes ago, <laughs> so like three minutes. Okay, okay. Oh, What's yeah. the status on Nick?
0: Oh, uh, Nick, ready, but he can go last. All right. Okay. Yeah,
1: so cause... we're going to chit chat for the next three minutes, waiting for yeah, him to join yeah. Out? Let let Jeremy know he'll be next. Maybe yeah. maybe talk about uh, some things that our last two guests talked about. Maybe some other things. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you know the, the couple good conversations so far. I'm, I'm digging this.
0: Looking forward to doing this more, like on live shows you know, and yeah. stuff. I will say, you know, when we get you know to our normal shows, we definitely won't have like you know four or five people lined up on a show. <laughs> You know, we're not we're not a
1: Pat McAfee show that runs for three hours. You know
0: what I mean? I mean,
2: but, you know, we might be. Hey, I mean, you never know. This,
1: this show may may be hitting the two two and a half hour mark. Just be, but I'm okay with it because I mean it's the first one we've done in like a month and a
0: half. It is, and we're not doing one so, next
1: week. We're not doing one the week after.
0: You know, so we got we got to get it all in now. You know, this is our one time. You know, I mean, our one you time. could
2: break it up into like four sections. if well, that you really was, wanted to.
0: I, I mean, I could, and that was something I was willing to do. I was willing it, to do record it, stuff on <laughs> multiple days if I had to, and I'd could. rope it all together. I mean you could have like a
2: part 1 with Rick. yeah, yeah. Part 2 with Chad, you know.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're look, we're not Atlanta fan We over don't get, here. Look, I would be okay with that if we got monetized on YouTube, but that's that's, true. that's not that's, that's not true. happening <laughs> yet. Yeah. So well, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. The second we get monetized, each of our videos will be 10 minutes. I, that, is <laughs> that is true. That is minutes, true. 10 minutes, 10 minutes and we're going to like we're going to have the full full episode right out there. And then we're going to break up like Maybe an episode a day where we're gonna like yep. oh this this person talked about this this person talked about that like, yeah yeah I've already
0: got the strategy bro this is but, and all, all Ian, over TikTok man yeah that was, okay now look we do need to get on talk I, I look, I hey, know we gotta get on talk. y'all are
2: getting on talk
0: okay. I know I need we need to <laughs> like, I know <laughs> I'm, I've been dragging my feet on that one not because I'm against it just because I've been lazy I know we got to get on talk I'll be getting bored so I'll just be posting stuff yeah keep doing that you know yeah. keep bringing some eyes to it. And then you know, as we continue to grow as well, I mean, we're going to get to a point where a terrible football show, and it's going to go for the other shows as well, uh, is that all of them are going to outgrow uh, the Sparky Three channel. I mean, I, 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 you guys have may not have noticed this because I didn't like, I haven't like advertised it or anything, but it's there. But we actually have YouTube channels for every show. Uh, I just made them uh, about two months ago, so that way, whenever it gets to a point where we can start using those channels. And we reach like the 100 subscriber mark, whatever, I can immediately change the URL. Uh, because you, you know, the two conditions for that is your channel has to be older than 30 days and have over 100 subs. So yeah, we've we've got a terrible football show YouTube channel. It's actually linked on the Sparky Three YouTube channel. If you go to Sparky Three uh, YouTube channel and go to like the about page, like it's down there at the bottom, you can go you can go subscribe to it. It only has four subscribers because again, I have not advertised it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted this show to this brand yeah. to grow and get more of an audience before we start
1: branching off more. The only thing with that is I'm going to change because then when we when I become particularly a terrible football show, I'm going to change my name again. ATF's. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. You're still a member
0: of Sparky Three. We got other Sparky Three show Mm -hmm. me and you still got to do our talk about movies and stuff i'm sorry man i've been busy that's on me because it all started when i canceled on you because i had (laughs) shit that popped up where i had to push the show back and do anime plus we still got to do that especially with miss marvel going on right now have you been watching it
1: i just finished the second episode today because because and especially i mean have you watched it i've watched
0: yeah i watched first two episodes yeah so
1: like with the second episode i'm glad i did because i'm like man no, we gotta wait for the third episode, but luckily I only gotta wait one day. Yeah, that's right. Tomorrow.
0: <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. No, I, I'm enjoying Miss Marvel so far. I'm pumped for Thor four. Uh looking forward to that as well. Uh,
1: yeah. you got you got lined up for Thor four? Um, I think I'm gonna go to Fayetteville. Okay. And right uh, see it with Iggy. Yep. up. Because uh, the last two or three movies he's come down here, so I think I'm gonna go to Fayetteville, probably spend a weekend up there. That's what's up, yeah. If I if I can get off. If not, then it'll probably just be a, a day's drive up there, watch it come back. Right on, right on, right on. There
0: are, are there some uh, dope ass theaters up there. I would imagine so. Kind of like how what we got here with the TAV.
1: Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if it's on the tavern level, but I mean they definitely have some really good like AMC theaters gotcha. and um, you know us IMAX theaters. So I mean it's it's pretty good. Okay, is German ready? Uh,
2: maybe, maybe. He said, "Do I stay in the queue and I'll be moved up when I'm
0: yeah when I'm yes up? yeah yeah." Yeah. I uh, I move him up. I got confused. So whenever he listens to this, he'll be like, Damn, okay. dude, you don't. Okay, okay. He's said, yes sir. Okay, let's move him up. He's <laughs> muted right now, so he'll unmute himself. All right, well you can see. you can force unmute him. Uh, I can't, can I? Oh damn. Uh I'm fancy with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh No, I cannot. You should be able to because I know you can force mute somebody. <laughs> well, I cannot unmute him. But Jeremy, you are on a terrible football show. He's unmuted, he's here. Jeremy, how are you? What's up, guys? There he is. What's oh, up? Yeah. How are you? Two for two. We're
4: two
1: for three.
0: I'm <laughs> great. Saying.
4: How are y'all
0: doing? Man, I am doing phenomenal. All right. So for a terrible football show, listeners, right now, I want to I want to make something known. This man right here, he is an OG, and he must be giving his respects because he has been listening to this show since like episode one. And I, I cannot appreciate hey, you. I Always for wanted that. to
6: say, first time, long time. So yeah. now I can say it. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, long time listener, first time caller. First.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> day one listener. So with that, you know, um, you know, I, I was kind of curious. You know, since you are uh, a day one listener, what are your thoughts on this podcast and how it has evolved from the start to now? Because I feel like the show has evolved. I mean, I mean like,
1: especially yeah. from it going from just, you know, Tyler and Alex yes. to bringing me on midway through last
0: yeah. season. And now we're bringing more guests on and stuff. How, how do you feel about the show with how it started to now?
6: Well, it's definitely improved. All right. All right. I mean, the first bad? episode was, uh, <laughs> you had Tyler saying, yeah, uh-huh. A few times, most okay, of the show. True. So yeah, like now that. it's a beat in the studio. I mean, it sounds better. Like it's. It's more of a conversation. It's, I mean, it, it's definitely involved into a uh, pretty decent little show, like a decent need to pull football off show on the, the calls because it's about to not be such a terrible football show. You <laughs> know, y'all are getting gotta too good at name, it.
4: Man.
0: I gotta change the name, God damn it. <laughs>
6: We're I mean, something
0: she wrote. Be like, damn, we
2: just got trademarked. Come on. <laughs>
0: yeah, say like, what the hell? Shit, no, change, change it to a better, t- a better football show. <laughs> Listen, I, I've I have said it for so long. A terrible football show is by far, and it's not close, the best branding that we have at Sparky Three because it just opens the door for so many bad takes and so many mistakes that we make. And I'm here for it. That's why we literally have like some of the stupid, like hand drawn design shirts in the merch store where it's like, sorry for tech problems, you know, sub P's and shit like that. It's like, you know, hey, like shit happens. Like we make mistakes, you know, it, it, it is, it is, uh, it, it is like we were talking, we were talking about Ricky about this earlier as well. You know, it just channels that, Hey, we are amateurs, you know what I mean? And, you know, we're just here to have a good time. We don't, we, we don't want to get on there and say like, we're on expert level that could be on like sports center. Although I do think that we could based on some of the people they have now. <laughs>
1: But that's it's a different just, story. I think gonna, I think also it, it you know relaxes us. You know, because yeah. we're not we're not so upkept. Like if yeah. we make make, make make mistakes, then it's like terrible football show. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know what did you expect? Exactly. 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 <laughs> you clicked on this and you knew what you're what you're tuning into so. Yeah, and you know, I will
0: also say a massive credit to this show is this show. Has also like opened my eyes just to have that mindset across all shows. Like because like there was a time when I started all this show stuff back in 2020 where I was like super uptight about it. You know what I mean? Where it had to be so like you know we kept kept it funny, kept it had a good time, but like there was like a professional level to it where there was like certain things where I was like I was super uptight. Like a couple of examples, two examples. Uh, number one, I remember there was a time uh, where my buddy uh, Jimmy. Called me and I was in, you know, I was had my, Josh on the phone as well because we were doing Anime Plus. and he called me. I ignored it. He called me again. I ignored. It. I texted him. had him in the show. If that would have would happened right now, I would have stone cold to answer that call. Hey, dude, welcome to Animan Plus. I've done that since. You know, Jared, my buddy Jared called me and Zach. Uh, he called me when me and Zach were in the middle of recording Animan Plus. And I just answered the phone. I'm like, what's up, dude? Welcome to Animan Plus. He's like, wait, are you guys actually recording? I'm like, yeah, we are recording right now. You know, just like that. You know, it's just like, you know, don't be so uptight. And a terrible football show has definitely opened my eyes to that, for sure. For sure. Um, so let's talk about your team. Let's talk about the Falcons. Because there was a time period where me and Tyler would would really dog man. on the Falcons quite a bit and I would hear about it from from Tyler about how you would just be like man you guys are just digging in on the Falcons right now let's, let's talk about your team uh, first off first thing I want to know your thoughts on this um, you know obviously you know you're gearing for the future you are in real rebuild phase I'm not going to sit here and while I am a Desmond fan I'm not going to sit here and say that oh Desmond is the fucking guy we'll see if he's the guy but just how are you feeling with uh, moving on from Matt Ryan and just Uh, you know really the greatest quarterback in Atlanta history and one of the you know one of in my opinion I'm not going to say top 10 or anything but one of the best quarterbacks to play in this game a quarterback who's been an absolute pleasure to watch for me personally for sure Uh, because uh, really that draft that 2007 draft that was the first draft for me that I really got into so it has been a blessing to watch his career unfold from beginning to now how are you feeling as a Falcons fan with him moving on uh, to the Indianapolis Colts
1: and uh, real quick, I want to toss something in there, especially getting a guy like Desmond Ritter over somebody, you know, because I'm pretty sure y'all chose him over, like, a player like Matt, uh, yeah, Matt yeah, yeah, Desmond and, and Malik and stuff. Yeah, so.
6: yep. First off, I have chills now after all that Matt Ryan talk. I love Matt Ryan, and I never hear anybody talk good about him. Like, he is great. He possibly could be top 10 quarterback of all time once he's completely done. I mean the stats are there, but I mean True. Yeah phenomenal actually hearing somebody say
0: something nice about him man it I, like i said it's it's just i have an emotional attachment to so i, I grow emotional attachment to things and matt ryan is one of those things i've grown an emotional attachment for because i'm dead ass serious before the 2007 draft and that season where you know that that was the first football season i really really watched that was of course you know the the undefeated patriots uh giants with the upset that was my first season i actually watched so for me as a fan now who's really evolved and you know to the game and fall as much as i have dude i'm telling you uh from a non-falcons fan looking in like it has been a literal blessing watching matt and ron's career for me it's it's just, it's it is an emotional attachment for sure
6: man he's balled out i mean my uh <laughs> my daughter's name is Ryan. i mean it's uh Indeed there's there's definitely a connection to me right. um and i'm i went out i've already bought a colts jersey because i mean i'm going to support him uh all year it's I mean the, the Falcons ain't doing shit. I mean we're about to go through it a little bit, but they're not. Uh, so they're we, not doing we anything got the this green year. Green light to talk shit.
0: Yeah, there like, you go. All right, green lights there. All right, let's dog this fucking team.
6: <laughs> All right, so Ritter, he doesn't have to be great. I mean, this year's going to be pretty much at a shit show. I mean, there's, I mean, Mariota's already been benched by Arthur Smith once. I mean, it's. I don't feel like that's going to be <laughs> that's fair. a great reunion. Um, but we have money next year, so I mean, as long as Ritter's decent, he could win some shit in Atlanta. I mean, it's it's. I think there's like 135 to 150 million next year to spend. It's. It's ridiculous.
0: I relate to that because that's how the Bears are. Bears have spent very, very little uh, <laughs> this off season, and uh, you know I've seen I've seen a decent amount of Bears fans that's really questioned Ryan Poles' move so far. It's like, why didn't you get this guy? Why didn't you know he didn't want to overspend for a wide receiver? Like you know, I mean, we saw what Christian Kirk did to the wide receiver market—a very average receiver Ooh. busting the market, you know. But what Ryan Poles has done with all of the moves that he's made, trading Khalil Mack among others, is that bro, we're set up for like 145 million. million in cap next year. Like, it's insane how much money we have. So I definitely relate to you in that regard. But, like, I will say, and, I, and I'm kind of curious more on your thoughts with Ritter because they're, they're, the difference between uh, my situation and yours going into next season with all the money is that I'm in a situation now, coming at least coming into this season – there are a lot of hopes because obviously we have a first-round quarterback. You know what I mean? That first-round quarterback vibe, you know, who was an absolute stud freak in college while, you know, you're sitting over here with Marcus and, and Desmond. And, you know How are you feeling towards that? I mean, you're saying Desmond doesn't necessarily have to ball out. Do you think Desmond's going to be the guy or do you think you guys are going to – if you guys have an absolute shit show this year, okay, and Desmond plays just – let's just say just okay – or do you think you guys are going to go for a quarterback in the first round next year?
6: Um, I mean, I I wanted to. I really wanted to not get a quarterback this year. Could just go ahead, lose a lot, maybe get in a, a, a possibility to get Ross. But, I mean, with Ritter, I, think you, uh, I definitely don't think you go quarterback in the draft next year. You kind of hope that he's the guy unless there's a superstar quarterback who's trying to force his way to Atlanta. Um, but, I mean, he's – he won in Cincinnati. Uh I don't know. With with his pro comps being Mariota, I'm not real real optimistic that he's just gonna be the greatest thing ever. I mean, he's definitely not gonna be long tenure like Matt Ryan was.
1: Right. Hey, let's not let's not forget the other quarterback on the on the depth chart. Oh now. my okay. god, stop. Hashtag all in for Felipe.
6: <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> So yeah. I don't even know if he can be considered a quarterback at this point. I mean, he has taken so many reps at tight end that I honestly believe that we might move him to tight end and use him. I mean, alongside he's, Kyle, like, yeah, seven two thirty.
2: I mean, I said he was going to start week one. Oh shut the fuck! Up. He, well, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, look, and I, I was all in if Atlanta somehow grabbed Traylon or Traylon. Um, I was all in for Felipe as a starter, man. I was, I was, uh, to, um, I was here for it. I was about to become need to chill. Atlanta Falcons number one fan. <laughs> you need to chill.
6: Yeah, I remember that one. I I really wanted Burks, but if it was going to mean that Frank's going to be my quarterback, I I didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Tough.
0: Well, with that, how are you feeling about London? Because you know, uh, at least for me personally, I got to tell you, London was by far. And it was not close, and I've said this on record multiple times. London was by far the best wide receiver uh, candidate in this draft for me. Me personally, I thought London was the absolute best and absolute freak of nature. And I, I've had London going to Falcons for God since what my first mock boys. I don't remember. I mean, it's been forever. How are you feeling about uh, London coming in?
6: Well, I wanted Garrett, like um, Garrett Wilson. Yep. But I mean, of course, they went. They went London instead. I. I wasn't thrilled about it, but I will say it kind of eased the pain because I do believe you're out. Right, he was on your first mock, and I mean, you were very high on him. I mean, so I mean, someone likes him, and I think uh, Terry Fontenot's going to do a pretty good job as a GM. And he's pretty good at uh, recognizing talent, so I mean, I'm I'm going to trust that he's good. <sighs> Tall receivers are scary, though. I mean, that that just sounds like someone's going to get hurt.
0: Yeah, wasn't I mean, it
2: his comparison Mike Evans? Yeah, or was it, it, it Vincent was Vincent Jackson. No, it was Mike Evans, okay. yeah. Burks was Vincent Jackson.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, Mike Evans, I mean, that's a damn good comparison. Mike Evans is yeah. one of the best receivers in this game. Consistent. Consistently. I mean, he's at 1,000-yard season every every year he's been in the league. And that's kind of what I see with Drake London because, you I mean, like, uh, you know, when it comes to what you're saying with tall receivers, asking for injuries sort of thing, I mean, that isn't – that's not necessarily inaccurate because we got to keep in mind, he did get hurt uh, this past season. But, I mean, you also got to look at what he did before he got hurt because he only played like what – nine games is sticking out to me uh but i could be wrong it might be like seven or eight uh but in that time like dude was leading uh the nation yeah i mean before he got hurt because the dude almost had you know like a thousand receiving yards in just that short short amount of time because i think he ended about 979 yards I, I know it's very on the money for for how many yards but about about that range is what he ended with in just a short amount of time i mean this dude is an absolute playmaker tyler shaking his head was i wrong
2: oh wait that was 2020 are you just
0: talking about 2020 it was 2021. Oh, I was about to say he had 33 for six games. Uh, it was like 907, 900-something, 900 I think. Is that 900? Yeah, 900 It
2: something. was most definitely 1,084. Okay, he went over. He went over. In there eight, you go. In eight games. In eight games. He's better than we thought.
0: Yeah, they're better than I thought. Even better. I awesome. had two rushing
2: yards. So All right, watch, there you go. You got an
0: extra out, running back. Watch out, Cordell Patterson. Yeah, you got Cordell Patterson and Drake London that could run the ball. Let's go. Uh, but, no, I mean, I hey, think this guy could be a stud. Williams.
6: We, we're taking all the bare rejects.
0: Yeah. <laughs> man, I wish we never got rid of Cordell, but I'm glad he's in a place where he's being utilized properly. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm happy about. How
6: taking taken this long to actually use him the correct way? I mean, every single team was like, hey, we're going to try to give him the ball more, but no one yeah. ever was like, hey, we're actually going to give him the ball more. Like, he I, fucking killed.
0: Dude, I don't get it either, because you got to keep in mind, this man was a first-round draft pick. He was a first-round draft pick. As a basically a returner and as a playmaker, and Minnesota didn't use him properly. Who drafted him? The Bears didn't. I forgot who else he played for. Did he play for New England? Maybe Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, he got a ring. Yeah, I mean, no one used them the right way until he came down to Atlanta. And and you know what? You know, I just thought of something as well. Where you said Bears rejects, uh, you know, you guys that is not necessarily inaccurate because you got to keep in mind you also got my favorite player of all time, Devin Hester. Yeah, you know, went went from Chicago to Atlanta, so that's not necessarily inaccurate. You guys tend to get Bears rejects. It just it just seems to be the place. I don't know.
6: I I did love Devin Hester. Ooh,
0: man, that, that's that's my guy right there. Uh, now, one thing that uh, Tyler threw in here that's uh, – it's its a very fair question. It's never too late to get your opinion on this. How, how did you feel about uh, with the Calvin Ridley stuff? Well, you know, How are you feeling towards that?
6: Uh, Well, you know, it's not great, you know, when your, uh, your wide receiver just kind of quits on you. Uh, I think the Falcons did a good job with uh, how they handled him, if it was really mental health issues or not. But, I mean <sighs> – I hope we can still get a second-round draft pick for him. I mean, he's you – t- you put him on almost every team, he's going to be your number one receiver. But, I mean, shit, we got a second for Julio, a fourth for Matt, third for Matt. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe maybe get a second for Calvin. I mean, he's not coming back to Atlanta. He's – no way. No, nah, he's done.
0: Yeah, you know, especially with uh, the hey. suspension he has now, Atlanta's going to want to get rid of him as well.
6: Yeah, and now – it. it, it the values just plummeted too. I mean, it's, you can't get suspended for gambling.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Uh, the value, the value is shot. You guys would be lucky to get a third round draft pick at this point. But you know who would give that third round draft pick though? It'd probably be uh, it'd probably be Bill Belichick up in New England. Honestly, is who would probably make that pull. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real. That's who would, that's who would make that deal. A hundred percent. Calling it now. <laughs> Calvin Ridley is going to be a New England Patriot here in a year or two. I'm calling that right now.
6: I, we traded uh, Sanu to him for a second whenever he was already washed up. So I mean, that's that's actually to, yeah. we could get two firsts for him. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Bill don't care. He'll he'll. He'll trade the farm for
0: them. Yeah, true, true. Uh, what are your overall expectations uh, just for this season? Uh, yeah, I know we already kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, just uh, looking to kind of wind down here. Um, you know, do you? You know, do you think bottom of the AFC South? I mean, NFC South is that what's going to happen here? Or are we thinking? You know, number one overall draft pick because that's what I think. <laughs> Definitely Uh-oh. top three.
6: I mean,
4: yeah,
6: <laughs> the Panthers are sh- are pretty shitty. i f- I mean, fair. I mean, they might get a n- new quarterback. They might not. I don't know. They, I don't know what's going on with them. But I mean, they're playing the. Let's see, the NFC West, AFC North. I mean, five wins seems like you have to be optimistic to to believe it. I mean, it's oh, okay. the defense. <laughs> the defense is not going to be good. The offense should be decent, but I mean, you're not going to be able to to stop anybody. So it's. It's going to be bad. 5-12 um, and 12 if we're lucky. Um, maybe fourth overall pick. Okay,
0: okay. Some uh, realistic expectations. Damn. Yeah, because right now on my way too early 2023 mock draft, I think my number one pick is, I think, currently Houston. And then I think Atlanta's too. That's, that's what I've currently well, got going on.
2: Houston one's wrong. But
0: okay. uh, yeah, you could stop. Houston's going to be terrible. I don't care what you say. Long neck is not the answer.
2: Long neck is dancing. He's gonna be a superstar.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be a superstar. Yep. Tyrod gave him that uh That nod of approval. Yeah. Like, hey you got this, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I got Pretty you. Much.
2: Look
6: at look at the rest of the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. I, right. I mean, yeah, he, he's gonna be all pro.
0: For all sure. Pro. Uh well Making Jeremy Josh spot. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up here. We got one last person waiting to hop on, and uh, we're about an hour and forty into the show at the moment. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. cl- closing out question here for you: favorite player of all time? You can do college, pro, all together. Don't matter to me. His favorite player? What you got? Matias. Matias, I respect absolutely
6: that. without
0: a doubt. I respect that. Well, man, I appreciate number one first and foremost. I appreciate being an OG. Appreciate listening to the show from day one to now. It has definitely evolved, uh, so I definitely appreciate sticking with us on that and showing us support, being a friend, telling a friend, all that shit. And uh, also, I do appreciate just being in the Discord server, being on the show just now, and you know, hopefully we can get you on this season as well uh, for some guest chats. Definitely look forward to that, Uh, maybe some guest picks, stuff like that, uh, if if you're interested, of course. Yeah, sounds great. All right, man. Well, hey, I do appreciate being on the show today, okay, man? All right, no problem. Take it easy. All right, have a good one. All right, last one for the day, boys. That was a good conversation. Good energy. I like that. I like that. I like that. Matty Ice is, is a great quarterback for sure. Needs to be chat about more. I think it will be chat about more, especially coming indeed. in this season because Indy is stacked in my opinion. So yeah. and I think it's going to shine. I think we're going to see like – I'll be honest, when it comes to uh, Matt Ryan, I think we're going to see the same sort of thing that we saw with Matt Stafford. In yeah. his first year in LA, I really do think. I know. I look, I get it. I understand the A.C. AA, AFC has, like, we've talked about it before, like, legit, like, seven Super Bowl contenders. I get it. Uh, but I do think uh, Indianapolis uh, can really pull some strong plays yeah, for sure. He
2: has a solid running back now.
0: That is true. That is true. Oh, yeah. First time since uh, Michael Turner, the burner. So, shout out to no, that. Oh,
2: no, Devontae Freeman was pretty solid.
0: Yeah, too. he was all right for a year. Let's yeah. let's pump the brakes I, on that. That's all you needed. <laughs> they had one year of uh, pretty decent success with him and Tevin Coleman. Uh, so that was really it. And then Tevin Coleman left, thinking that he would be the guy somewhere, and never was.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my favorite player of all time, Steven Jackson, was there when he was That's there. true.
0: That's true. So. That's true. You know, I had a little bit of a flashback here recently. Really got to, uh, you know, touch on the nostalgia vibes because I, I recently picked up a, uh, a PSP just for shits and gigs because Game Exchange had some. and They were only like 100 bucks, pretty cheap, right? Uh, but I also picked up Madden 12. It's over there right now. I'm sitting there just dicking off, going through it.
2: That's the one with uh, Peyton Hills.
0: That's one with Peyton Hills. And I'm sitting there just kind of going through it. Saw Steven Jackson on the Rams still. Just Man. having, you know, I was having a good time. I was like, damn, hitting the nostalgia vibes right now.
1: You know, I've been watching this guy on YouTube, uh, the channel C4, and he's been doing. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been doing modded Madden 22 retro rebuilds, and he starts off like the twenty Madden 2012, which is a, a 2011 2012 season. Yeah, yeah. And he actually did a a Cleveland Browns rebuild Mm. and had uh, Peyton Hillis as, like, the main player. Like, every year, dude, was going for 2,000 plus.
0: Peyton was a dog there. Dude, Peyton
2: was, yeah. Yeah. Solid, man.
1: Is
0: Nick ready to go? Yep. All right, bet. bet, Let's pull him up. Let's pull him up. Last convo for the day. Uh, All right. Hello, Nick. Welcome to the Terrible Football Show. How are you?
4: doing good how you doing
0: man i am i'm doing i'm doing fantastic so we had a little bit of a tech problem there but we got you we got you in i guess so now that we got you on the phone let me uh let me just kick you out of this uh call on discord real quick there we go yeah we'll figure out the discord thing we'll figure that out so you can uh, hop on discord later but hey man i do appreciate hopping on the show though hopefully you're
4: having a great day today appreciate you yes, sir i'm having a pretty good day go gators
0: Oh, here we go. Right. Coming right out of the fucking Shane. Shane's done. All right. Shane's already done. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh yeah, you know, you being on, that is one thing that we're definitely going to be chatting about here today is the Florida Gators. A lot of conversation points there. Um so let's go ahead and just jump into it. Let's go ahead and just dive right in. So the first thing up front is how are you feeling about your new head coach, man. Do you feel do you love the hire? Do you just like think it's like an okay hire? You know, cuz this guy was getting a lot of uh, a lot of buzz, you know, for some other teams as well, he ended up with uh, Florida. I mean, how how do you feel about it? Are you absolutely in love with it or is it just like an okay hire, lazy hire? I mean, what what's your thoughts on that?
4: No, I really love the hire. I mean, from, you know, having the last coach, Molin, I mean, what really did he do? Um, you know, he had me not happy about recruiting. The new coach, Billy Napier, has me happy about recruiting. Not only that, he's been at Clemson with Dave O'Sweeney, Alabama with Nick Saban. Uh, you know, he <clears throat> took, uh, Louisiana to four about title games, you know. I think it hasn't been done in, you know, quite some time. Uh, not only that, but, you know, not what I think. It's about what the players think. And I think that, you know, they're really happy with with the new coach. Um, I was listening to one of my friend's podcasts, Getting Swamp podcast, and he talked with a player. And, you know, he said that the new coach, uh, Billy, is, Coach Nape is influencing, you know, getting all the guys in reps with other groups—the ones, twos, and threes. You know, I really like that, and you know, there's no more seniority play over, you know, starting. or uh, what well, Emory starting because he committed first over Richardson, or you know, whatever. Right. And you know, you know, going hearing him talk about you know the decision that he made come to Florida doesn't only affect him, it affects, you know, the kids that are there now, the future kids, the staff, family and their kids, you know, I think it is a really humble coach, Um, not only that, but, you know, before we couldn't tackle and, you know, hearing that Mullen, you know, put out, you know, McDonald's and Wendy's for basically four years, we see these kids. No wonder why they can't tackle. Um, you know, they actually have cheese that melts. He's got his change of nutrition program. I really like the hire. I okay. really do.
0: Okay. Uh, what is your expectations coming into this year? You already kind of touched on the player. What's your expectations on Anthony uh, Richardson coming into this season? And can you also dive deeper into that? and give me the full breakdown for why he will not be the best quarterback out of Florida because Tyler Van Dyke's in Florida as well. So what's your thoughts on Anthony Richardson coming in this year? Damn, Uh,
4: That's funny. We'll revisit this at the end of the year. I'll be Uh, more than
0: happy to revisit this at the end of the year,
4: yes. One of the the main things I like uh, seeing online in the Gators breakdown whenever they had a video of Anthony, you know, he's talking about, you know, starting, you know, now that he's, going to be taking over the team he never saw it as like you know him being the face of the program he's seen it as like him being part of the team he's just a quarterback you know it's a team effort you know i'm just one guy of 11 guys or 12 guys uh you know 11 um you know hearing hearing that and you know he says you don't think of anyone anyone on the team is focus on individual stats, so, uh, you know, padding the stats. I think if the O-line improves, our wide receiver group is I, I guess. You know, we got the new addition of Ricky Pearsall um, from Arizona, or Arizona State, I'm not sure. So hopefully the wide receiver group does does well this year. Uh, we lost some Players in the last few drafts. Uh, true, true. Um, you know, I know he's got wheels. You know, I want to say Heisman, but um, you know, it's really a you know team effort. So he's going to need the O line to to come through because Florida really ain't had no O line in the past past couple of years. If you look at it, especially running the ball. That also goes, gets back to the recruiting standpoint, but I think Anthony is the best quarterback in Florida and we'll see that, you know, this year time and time again.
0: Yeah, I think we'll see time and time again how uh, TVD is uh, the best quarterback in Florida, but a uh, different story. Uh, now, what is what is overall thoughts for the team coming into 2022 uh, outside of just Anthony Richardson? Because, uh, you know, in, in Florida Nation, of course, there's a, there's a lot of hopes with a new head coach, of course, who's really bringing the energy. You know, I've already started to see some of the energy he's been putting online, uh, as well as Anthony Richardson and stuff. But there's also a decent amount of people that is just uh, really under the impression because of how other things are kind of set up for the uh, East for this year is that Florida Is going to eat butt uh, Like up front like th- there's two different sides To the to, to Florida uh, thoughts At the moment among the fandom is that One side they're going to show a lot of potential A lot of problems the other side they're just going to eat some ass uh, What is your th- obviously as a Florida fan you, you're you hoping and, and Thinking there's going to be potential but realistically Speaking you know how do you think this team's going to do Coming into this season
4: I think we win eight or nine games Honestly I think the people who are Speaking uh, you know they're jumping the gun quick or, you know, the ones that are looking in July, like, oh, look at our recruit list, you know. I mean, I know it's July, but, you know, there's still plenty of time, uh, you know, time to go, time to work, you know, especially with this new, uh, new, re- you know, recruiting era with the NIL, you know. I mean, Man. it's been happening for, for years. but We've seen cut, Kirby, you know, under the table, <laughs> but you know, I think they're the best team in Florida. Um, I mean, that Mola mentality—we need to get that out of here. You know, the I—you I, know—I came here two, three, three years ago. I should be able to start. You know, instead of the best player starting. Right, right. I don't, I don't necessarily. You know, think that. I mean, if you're better than the next player, and go ahead. But, you know, like last year, we had Damian Pierce, who's, you know, I don't think any of the other backs, Malik Davis was drafted. Uh, Damian Pierce was only limited to to maybe 27 carries a game, but Mm -hmm. he was like our best back. You know, we got that Clemson uh, transfer to Marcus Bowman, and we got the Miami transfer, Lingard. I think we're looking. You know, I like the team all around. There's and you, one guy in particular I want you all to keep your keep your ears open for. Okay. Donovan McMillan, the safety. Uh, I really like the kid. Okay. Okay. Real. No.
1: No. Coming from an Arkansas fan, um, in an outside perspective, I've always had to, like this kind of not hatred, but also respect for Florida, uh, going back to the days of you know Tim Tebow and getting that call right. of the the tripping call that cost that, in my opinion, cost us that game. But you know, for, just from an outside perspective, uh, looking at Florida, I think Florida is going to be a toss up this year. Um, you know, it really depends on the East. You know, if it's a, if it's an, if it's an East conference like it was last year, um, in my opinion, I think Florida could have a very tough year um because they you're going to have a team like Georgia, Kentucky, um Tennessee's on his way up, South, uh, Cal- uh, South Carolina, yes, South Carolina's on their way up. So it really depends Vanderbilt. I think oh. it, <laughs> all
0: right. I, I think time. it really
1: depends on what kind of year in my opinion um for what Florida's going to have is going to be based on what wh- how the teams in the east are going to look, right? Um if it if it's a, if it's an east like last year, it could be a tough year for Florida. Um, if if the rest of the teams are kind of doing what Florida is doing right now, Florida's always going to have the better talent. Um, they already they always have more potential of getting better talent, even better than Georgia, um, just because of the area that you're in. Uh, Florida produces so many so much talent. You know, a team like Georgia has to go to Florida to recruit. Um, when Florida doesn't, it's right there. I mean, at in their backyard. Um, and on the flip side of that, speaking of Anthony Richardson. Um, i'm high on him i think he could be a good quarterback i have heard some things that you know he's constantly working on his footwork and and getting better as a passer and not wanting to be so run run mentality first so i mean that from that perspective i'm i'm excited to see that um but on the flip side of that i think um this is definitely the last two or three years have definitely probably been the toughest as far as quarterback goes at least in my eyes for florida because, um, I mean, you go from, you know, Tim Tebow and Chris Leak and then you go to uh, Kyle Trask and um, there's another quarterback in between those that, I mean, y'all you have had a pretty elite quarterbacks um, coming up, you know, and it's tough, you know, last year having that du- dual quarterback um, thing going on, which True. has its ups and downs, but I think at the end of the day... You you have to solidify one one guy. You have to give that one guy confidence that their yep. coach has confidence in him to run the team. Um, I like you know, like I said, there's ups and downs with dual, dual packages, but I think at the end of the day, with Anthony Richards having the uh, or Richardson having the confidence, saying that hey Napier said that I'm the guy he I'm going to be carrying this team. I'm going to be the quarterback. I think that's going to give him another level of confidence um, that we probably haven't seen yet before him. Um, so I'm excited to see that but what are your what are your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think I think if the team, you know, like I've seen, you know, good things and on the uh on 3 recruit or on 3 website. Um you know, it seems like players are, you know, they're they're, they're happy that, you know, the energy and everything like that's starting to become better, you know, Everybody's working with each other. Guys are rotating. Uh, I think you know that. I, I really can't remember as far as back when Tebow played and the tripping play incident happened. I do remember a lot of people giving me some some shit back in the back in the day. But it was a you know a long time.
1: Oh, for sure. Now, what are your thoughts on? on as far as what Florida is going to do this year, as far as like, do you think, do you agree with me as far as like, is it based on, you know, what the other East looks like or is it more of uh you just think, you know, Florida is going to be putting together this year and pretty much, um, tidying up and, and doing what we think Florida should do or do you think kind of right. like on my, on my side, is it kind of more based on what the rest of the East is going to do?
4: I kind of, I kind of have a mix there. You know, I want to say, I want to say it just depends on Florida, but then again, you know, I've been hearing Kentucky is going to be hot. I mean, Tennessee is going to be, you know, hot. Um, You know, so I want to say I I sort of agree with you there. You know, it is going to kind of depend on the other teams, Georgia, uh, but also, you know, the team that walks out of that locker room, you know, one team's going to win, one's going to lose, you know.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, they should continue
4: um, fighting all the way. Oh, for sure.
1: And, and, and I think we if, if Florida can play to their potential, right, then they, right, they're right. they always going to be in the, in, in the mix. But if we see a, a team like last year where, you know, you lose to a Kentucky um, in the Swamp, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Which, and, but also, like, I don't think I've seen the East as strong as they were last year in 10 years.
0: Yeah, the East is in a very good position right now for the SEC because, I mean, you got to think. You know, number one, um, you know, you've, of course, got Georgia. And then, you know, South Carolina's on the rise with Spencer going over there. And they were already on the rise to begin with anyway uh, before Spencer got there. And Kentucky is one to seriously watch for because that quarterback, I think it's Will Levis, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Will Levis, dude, that guys he's a stud. He's an absolute stud, potential first-round draft pick. We'll see. Um, you know, and then Tennessee's kind of up on the rise. as Well, I don't think Tennessee's going to be a contender. I'm not going to sit there and say that by no means. No, but but Tennessee's going to be –
1: They're going to be fighting in game. Yeah, they're going to be a, like a dark
0: horse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're going to be a potential upsetter and you know F- Florida's in that same position. Uh in my opinion for me outside looking in um, and this is no, no, cause like, I want to stress, you know, I'm just, you know, I I dog you right now with TVD just for shits and gigs. I don't have a lot of hatred towards Florida. My, my hatred is 100% towards fuck Florida state. All right. I don't, I don't have any hatred really towards Florida. Let me stress that. Uh, But from the outside looking in, like I feel like Florida is in the kind of the same position as like a Tennessee where it's like they, you know, they're on the rise and they can really be a fighting dark horse team but I don't think they're going to go very far. You know, well, do I think they can win, you know, enough games to get to a bowl game? Absolutely. I think that potential's there. But for the 2022 season, I think that this is going to be just, oh, we're going to make it to a bowl game and call it good. You know, I think I think you guys are going to be in the same realm as a Tennessee – where you guys can be a dark horse fighting team. But I think when it comes to the SEC the SEC East, of course, Georgia one, Kentucky two, I'd even say South Carolina three. That's my opinion. Now how do you feel towards that opinion there? Do you think, you know, obviously you're a big Florida fan, so it's kind of tough, right. you know, to say right. otherwise. But, I mean, are you kind of feel that same way where, at least for this season, Billy's first year, you guys are kind of in the same realm as a Tennessee where it's like a strong, hard-nosed, fighting, dark horse team. That could probably make a bowl game, and that kind of be your ceiling for 2022.
1: And see, and real quick, I'm going to, before you answer, I'm going to kind of throw this in. I think it very well could be a season like this, right, where you go 5-7, and 6-6. Six and six. But you lose, you know, two, three, four games by less than one possession. Yeah, well, less than one possession right. against good teams. Yeah. So it, it can kinda make or break, you know, if they're able to somehow find out how to win, then yeah, you could see an, an eight team an eight win t- team not nine win right, team. Right. But I think yeah, at the end of the day, I think with Billy Napier his first year, um and how strong the East was last year, I think you are gonna see a five and seven, six and six team. Hopefully seven and five, but I think six and six is probably fair for right now. Um, but I think, I honestly think a lot of those games are going to probably probably be lost less than one possession. It's gonna be close, yeah. Yeah,
4: um, I I agree with that. You know, um, because you know it is Billy's first year. You know, he hasn't got a chance to get his players in. Sure, um, still work on like that. I, I like that they snagged um, Kamari Wilson from Georgia, from IMG. You know, True. that he broke that curse. I think, uh, you know, My, Miami did wrong. They picked up Emory Williams a couple of days ago as quarterback. Um, this Saturday, everybody can mark their calendar. It's Jalen Rashada day.
2: Rashada. That's the man. I don't right know. There.
4: I don't I don't, I don't, you know, nothing's for sure, but uh, i say for the Gator, without it. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, but, but, yeah, for, for this year, um, you know, there's so much intangibles, you know. Richardson gets hurt, you know, we got Jack Miller. I didn't really see enough of him to say, oh, we can go win six games because, you know, he looked like shit. Anthony, um, if you know, Dan was right, which you know, people said he lied about Anthony getting hurt and doing a cartwheel and getting a break, uh, a backflip and getting hurt. You know that wasn't true. Um, you know he he goes down and something happens to him. You know it's you know those eight nine wins I think are right out the window. You know now we're looking at maybe a four win season.
0: Right. Yeah no <laughs> that's fair but
4: but but i guess it was you know bias to jump in and say eight nine because that's what i'm you know hoping for but on the realistic side yeah six seven wins
2: oh Penn State going 12 and oh you need to calm down but, I, you know,
0: but, hey, you know, a, a six- and seven-win season is not bad, you know, in your situation no. where it's, you know, first-year head coach. Because as long as you – like what – if it's a situation like what Shane's saying, right, where it's like, you know, close losses, then, you know, there's still going to be a lot of hope. Because uh, talking NFL side there, you, you know, you can really relate that to how the Chargers was this past season. Very disappointing season for the Chargers, not making the playoffs and coming down to, you know, that overtime. It should have never – Came down to that overtime uh, thing with the Raiders for them to make it in or not. You know, you look at their season; they had multiple games where the Chargers, won- you know, lost by literally a field goal or a touchdown. You know what I mean? So I kind of relate that to to the to Florida here. Is that that's that's going to be what Florida could look like for this first year, and then have that chance to catapult into something better? Especially like what you said, Nick, about uh, you know uh, Billy getting a chance to get his guys in there um now outside of florida though um you know what what are some other you know teams that you think are gonna be something to watch out of the state of florida like you know how like for example how do you feel about towards you know fuck florida state or miami i mean you know being the two most notable there or even ucf ucf as well i mean Um, they're always they're always a very talkative bunch yeah
4: yeah it's all white noise with them they want to what 2017 national championship?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. How good. they got the banner to prove it, <laughs> and the rings.
1: God damn! Yeah. I just see that. I um, see that as a participation I, trophy, right?
4: Honestly, um, you know, I'm not. i Haven't really checked into it a, a whole lot. I am kind of a. I do kind of like Oregon, I guess you could say, because the uniforms. Yeah, but I the uniforms don't know are if Oregon. Sick. I don't know if Oregon's going to be that team to just, you know, they did beat Ohio State last year, but I will say I they're, they're, they're going to
1: walk away with their Pac-12 though.
4: Okay. Yeah, they will.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: Um, you know, if Miami can win the ACC championship. That would be nice because right now they got the famous Florida ACC championships.
1: I will say this: um, College football is better when Florida and Miami are good. That's true. Yeah,
0: not, sure.
2: Not necessarily when Florida State's good.
1: Yeah, fuck Florida State.
4: Not can I
0: feet. can I can I get a fuck Florida State out of you? Fuck Florida
4: State. There we go.
0: Yeah, we're all on a uh, I, I got.
4: I got a question, and <laughs> not really a question, but y'all know what the season is going to be like for Florida State.
0: Uh, I'm going to say
1: mid. Honestly, I mean, I don't. I don't think they're in a position to. To. Yeah, to be that I think, team. I think with the shit show that's been yeah. the last two years, um, given I've loved every second of it, I, I, I don't think they're going to make a quick comeback in, in one year. I don't think so either. I
0: mean, you know, if it says anything about like, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in signs. You know what I mean? I'm a massive, massive believer in signs. If there's any sign that says anything about how Florida State's going to be, it's the recruit backing out of Florida State and going to Jackson State. All right, the number one recruit in the nation saying not a fo- saying fuck Florida State, I'm going to Jackson State. To me that is a sign that Florida State's about to get, about to feel it.
1: Yeah, and and honestly it, it goes back right to that, right? There's got to be things you know, of course, it could have been just the money. Yeah, like, right. he could have been completely fine with Florida State. And playing for his idol. Of course, exactly. I mean, but. those things could have been happening. But, honestly, I think there's something internally in, inside of Florida State that's just not right right now. True. Um, and then I think when it comes down to it, like, losing a player like that – um I mean, it hurts because then other recruits like, okay, if he backed out, why is he backing out? Exactly, it's the number. It's like, yeah, you know, that was the number one prospect in the nation going to
0: a Division one, you know, you know, team and decides to go to FCS team instead. Like as a number one, you're like what? Why, why would he do that? Yeah, so that that is a good point. You know, that's gonna kind of raise some eyes to recruits. So to answer your question, I think they're gonna be horribly mid, which is wonderful for everyone here right now. All four of us. That's a wonderful feeling.
4: I say it's gonna
0: be long. Okay. Like
2: long neck. You need
4: to stop. <laughs> now, if
2: you look at their if you look at their schedule, like if you did if you took yeah. Florida State's name out of it and you look at their schedule, eleven wins. Ten wins. Like which that's another thing. Duquesne, I
1: mean, Nebraska. I mean, like, that's another thing. I mean, they are playing in the A C C right. It's probably so, I mean, one of the
2: easiest schedules I've seen. Yeah, Wait, run hey,
1: through the schedule. What do we got?
2: We got Duquesne, LSU, Louisville, Boston College, Wake Forest, that might be a loss, NC State, lost. Clemson, Georgia Tech, Miami, Syracuse, Louisiana, and Florida. I
0: can
1: I can that's, I can, an I can all wait. I, but right now knowing that it's Florida State, <laughs> six losses immediately. <laughs> yeah, like there's at least six. Or LSU seven. <laughs> LSU could be a loss. Clemson's gonna be a loss. Florida's a loss. Wake, I think. Wake's a loss. Wake Forest is a loss. Miami Miami's a loss. I mean that's five right there. Yeah.
2: Huh. Like if you just take if you just take fucking Florida State's name out of it.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a fucking. But you give team right there. you give a team like Arkansas or Penn State that schedule, undefeated. Is dumb. Yeah. Easy. But like, <laughs> I mean that's that's easy walks. Easy.
4: Hey. Too I don't easy. know. Arkansas Arkansas lose to like North Texas, but
1: Okay, that's that like a different era. I'm not even an Arkansas fan. And I'll era. defend let's, that's a bro, different era, get <laughs> that, okay? No. They'll,
4: they'll that beat, loss is still funny beat, though. <laughs> they'll beat they'll beat like a number one Alabama team or LSU team, but lose to like Take the Southern <laughs> I, I do agree. College, I, I think that's it.
1: always been Arkansas's number one issue is... Play to the talent. We play to play. the talent we're playing, right? If yeah. we play in Alabama, yeah. we're going to play up to them. But if we're playing a team like the Citadel, then... <laughs> <you> <laughs> the know, man says the
4: Citadel. You know, we man.
1: tend to, <laughs> to kind of skip over them like, oh, this is going to be an easy win. So, therefore, yeah. they come out and pull off an 80-yard fake punt. Like a right? Sanford. So... I mean that's always been Arkansas's issue. Now, luckily, only time I saw that last year was against Rice, the very first play, very first game of the year. I knew, you know, being at that game that we had more talent than them, and it showed later on in the game. But in the the first half, I mean, we were losing, so it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Right. But I mean, Sam Sam Pittman has got some guys, you know, working, not overlooking anybody. Um. So. Arkansas, right now, with that schedule, uh, an easy 10 win season.
0: I mean, I
4: think they got a good coach.
0: Yeah, Arkansas's got a good coach lined out. That's for sure. Not that about that. And not
1: even that. We've got a good coaching
0: staff. That's 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 what matters. That's what matters. That's also true. Yeah. Uh, Nick, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with you here. Um, all right, man. Uh, last, question last question for you. Last question for you. Favorite player of all time? You can do college or pro; it don't matter, or do both. I don't care. Your choice. Favorite football player of all time?
4: All right, I'm gonna start with pro. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't really watch pro. I'm gonna go college. Uh, I'm gonna say Brandon Spikes. I'm a big defensive oh, player. Oh, uh, I like that. Back in the day. Back in the day, I was linebacker for the Titans, for future Panthers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. when I was little, when I was later, little, I, uh, you know, my dad and my family would always, we'd always watch the Razorbacks. And they'd always talk about the defense sucks, the Razorbacks suck. And so, you know, my first game I watched was Florida versus Georgia. At the time, I was like, you know, I liked red, but I was like, no, nah, I like blue now. So, you know, I've been a Gators fan ever since.
0: Okay, okay. Brandon Spikes,
4: though. I Rex, like that. Rex Grossman. Sexy Rexy!
1: I think you just mentally aroused um, (laughs) Alex
0: over here. One of the best, best interactions with one of my friends on social media ever was I. My buddy Drew said something about it was he mentioned something about Rex Grossman, and I just responded, "Oh, sexy Rexy!" And he responded, "That's gross, man." And I'm like. (laughs) I love you. <laughs> That's one of the best things that I've ever seen.
4: That's awesome. God damn. When I I wrote down I wrote down Rex Grossman as a favorite player, and I said, "LOL, Brandon Spikes." <laughs> hey,
0: I re- hey, look. But, I, I respect the sexy Rexy pick though, as a, as a shout out. Yeah. All right, Nick, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. On. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks. Y'all I appreciate be being on. Uh, hopefully, we can get you back on in the future uh, as, a, as a guest and uh, talk about some stuff and, uh, you know, have some uh, maybe some guest picks. We'll never know. Uh, we'll cross the bridge when we get there. But I do appreciate being on here today. So, so y'all be safe and have a good night. Hey, man. You, you too. too. You too.
1: Sexy Rexy. There we go. I totally forgot about Rex Grossman mm-hmm. here. What a, Probably the best, <laughs> best best quarterback the Bears had in the last twenty years.
0: Whoa, hang on, I'll, I'll, I'm a Cutler supporter. Okay, right? Cutler too. I am a Cutler Cut, supporter. Cutler is Man. definitely the best, Look, and listen, then Rex
1: Grossman is definitely second.
0: Listen, listen, listen. The Bears for at least two seasons that I can like personally pick out, I was dead ass determined the Bears were going to the Super Bowl, and both of them got ruined when Jay got hurt. Oh, Both I, of them. I, I, I think one, of course, was uh, the 2010 season. We did go to the NFC Championship. Uh, Jay, you know, there was the infamous injury for that where, you know, he stepped out, and that's when the Packers went on to go to the, the Super Bowl. Uh, but there's also the 2012 season. I'm telling you, man, that team was on fucking fire because I, it all went downhill after Jay got hurt, and it was, like, leading up to a Monday night game against uh, – or Sunday night game against the Houston Texans. Both of us were, like – Nine and one, and the game was like, Oh, is this a potential Super Bowl matchup? Jay got hurt, and it all went downhill from there. Everything went downhill from there. Uh, but with that said, I'd say we need to get out of here. Now uh, we're two hours and 20 minutes in. Now there's a little time that I'll cut, obviously, from the getting you know Jeremy on earlier, but you know, shout out to everyone that was on. Uh shout or no it was Ricky. Yeah, trying to get Ricky on. Shout out yes. to Ricky, shout out to Chad, shout out to Jeremy, shout out to Nick, appreciate everyone getting on. Uh make sure to go pay some support to uh, Ricky. His stuff will be down in the description below. But I'm gonna hit the music. There we go. Damn, we had music this whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here though. It, it's uh it's a good show though. Long show, which like what you should expect. Yeah, what you said say Yeah, it's been a bit. I which mean is our first show was the long show our best show was the long show that is fair the draft mm-hmm. spectacular whatever we whatever we called it i don't remember what we called it but that was our best show and this one this was good and it does give further hope for more guests for this upcoming obviously we're not going to have like four guests to show where it's chatting with them for like yeah, 20, maybe, 30 minutes. maybe like
1: two one in the beginning one <laughs> yeah and yeah
0: and also making sure we have like hard limits of like hey few minutes we need to keep it moving sort of thing we have a tight tight schedule we're trying to keep But again this was different this is a special episode this is a guest episode this is a fucking episode yeah this is a big fucking episode it's all good it's all good hey we're just testing waters man exactly gotta test stuff all right boys last thoughts anything you want to shout out before we get out of here i'm hungry shit i am fucking starving
1: i am so hungry right now <laughs> for once i'm man. i'm not fuck off so. Shane. <laughs> But uh, I, I think we we have to end it on our one note, yeah. On the one note, and also we've all got to answer the question that we've asked all of our guests. Yep,
0: Devin Hester, uh, for pros, 100%. For college, it's probably a mix between three uh, based on who I've gotten to watch. I can't say Devin Hester because I think I get to watch him in college without highlights, but for, pro, for college, I would say either Darren McFadden. Not an Arkansas fan. I've said that all episode long, but yeah. his play helped me get into football. Uh, Colt McCoy, and uh, rest in peace, Colt Brennan. That'd be my three college guys. But Devin Hester for the pros, no doubt.
1: Yeah, uh, gone. No go. Uh,
2: for college, it's got to be it's got to be my boy Dan Connor, Penn State linebacker. Sorry, I mean loved him growing up. And then for pros, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna throw you at you two because one's hella random. So Steven Jackson, obviously yep. favorite, and probably Kevin Curtis wide receiver.
0: Oh, that is random. Also, for my another college pick for me, shot to Duke Johnson as well. Yeah. Trent,
2: yeah. Trent Green's up there too, though.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I mean, just straightforward, being biased to Arkansas and just my football background, I'm going to say pro Brett Favre, um, and then college has got to be Darren McFadden. But as far as a football fan, growing up watching college football and just football in particular, I'm going to have to say as far as college, Man, it was nothing like watching Reggie Bush, oh, and yeah. in, in back in the day, Fair. or like um, Ladarian James from Oregon, yep, um, like, like people like that. Just people that were just you turn on Sports Center and they they have a top ten play. Hey, LeGarrette Blount was pretty solid. LeGarrette Blount, yeah, true.
2: Yeah, he had a mean right
1: hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he actually came out on a, on a podcast uh, not too long ago and I actually explained what happened with that our song was yeah. about to end so I far just go ahead and restart yeah. it <laughs> um and <laughs> then as far as like as far yeah and then as far as like um pro just like watching an exciting player i mean Devin hester's definitely up there yep. um i didn't get to watch him because i mean it was back then but i mean watching highlights of, like barry sanders true um michael Electric. irvin yeah, yeah this electrifying players so yeah all
0: right, well, let's go ahead and wrap things up because I am so damn hungry. I need to eat. This, is, uh, this you some, is.
2: You got some cheeses right there.
0: I do have some cheeses right there. <laughs> All right, but with that said, thank you so much for listening to A, A terrible, terrible Football, football Show. show.